Well, listen up, scoop close to your host with the most. Chris Smith, as he boasts, we toast as we roast. Any little problem, man, we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's dad, and he spitting comedy magically. Scoring all your comic book wannabes, you're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Stevie B with the chemistry, dropping recipes and melodies, recipe especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Well, mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily, alcoholic cast is the remedy. Alcoholic cast is the remedy. Alcoholic cast is the remedy. Alcoholic cast is the and just for our listeners, that was a live version of our song, and I'm not even going to oh, edit that's out. that's so exclusive and Stevie beautiful. Thought, you were supposed to edit that Stevie out, Stevie thought that I was going <laughs> to yeah, edit was, it out, but I'm was, not going to oh, edit Oh, you fucking cunt. That was supposed to be just for time. <laughs> you are a fucking asshole. So I would have stood up. Like, that was take one. I faked song just now. Like, I could have really sang. I could have like, <laughs> have you ever heard me sing sing? Like, that was just a fucking around. That was fucking uh, around. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they heard you sing on episode four. It was pretty yeah. good. <clears throat> yeah, that was beauty. So this is the Alcoholic Cast. I'm your host, Chris Smith. And to my right, I got... I'm your dadney. And to my left... Uh, Steven Borghese. And I think I'm going to let Adney start today's conversation off. Oh, well, dude. Um, from the top of the show, I gotta we got to stop and we got to thank Latvia... For those tuning uh, in, for tuning in, shout out to Latvia. And for those of you who are ignorant, for some reason, don't know what Latvia is. <laughs> yeah, because we, we sure did. We knew what Latvia was. It's a democratic parliamentary republic established in 1918. <laughs> right, capital city Riga, and was the European capital of culture in 2014. All right, there's a quick for you ignorant folks. And you got some that because I'm pretty sure one of our buddies thought Latvia didn't exist. Like I think it was, was I think it was me. No, I, I thought I thought it was the um the country from Avengers Age of Ultron that they dropped on the yeah, you know what I mean? It reminded me of Eurotrip. Yeah. Pretty sure they go to Latvia and well, Eurotrip. The reason being is we uh we got to see a little bit of our statistics on the podcast and one listener was actually from that Place. So it was like two listeners. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, Shout I know there was United Kingdom, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, United Kingdom UK. listener. Up, we got some UK. Australia. We got uh, all over the United States, as well as Latvia, which we were, we know where Latvia is at, all right? We got a buddy, Kevin, that lives there. He's been living there for years. Um, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's get into this first conversation. Oh, um, well, actually, I really wanted to talk about the culture of attraction. Uh, and I don't just mean I mean the way people treat what that is. Uh, recently, I saw for people who don't know. On, you should just give our listeners for people who are a little iffy on it. What to the layman? Um, this isn't this isn't What's like the a definition for us. In this this that's the thing though. There isn't this isn't like a defined term. That's just like the best thing I could come up with to describe what I wanted to talk about. Basically, the way people judge attraction. Um, People, like, you can't control what you're attracted to, who you're attracted to. That's just something you're born with. And uh, we've come to accept a lot of versions of that, um, including homosexuality. A man or a woman who's born attracted, you know, to the same sex, we've come to welcome that. But certain things we still frown upon for whatever reason. Um, the reason, the, what I brought this up to me... It's going to seem a little silly. This was the reason why I want to bring it up, but it irritated me. It was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo, darling of the internet. Leonardo right? Leonardo Leo, Leo, get at me, homeboy. There's, a huge, there's been a huge like movement in the internet. Like, why hasn't he won an Oscar yet for like the past 10 years? Yeah. Um, but uh, 
somebody there's I started seeing a lot of people like this wasn't just one post this was a hell of people uh, having a serious problem with the fact that he was consistently dating women who were models and between the ages of 20 and 25 and they're like they're giving him shit like oh you only like you don't like real women you only like these fucking fake girls and I'm like that's none of your business Okay, he's not saying that women who aren't that are disgusting. He's not fat shaming. He's not slut shaming. He's not age shaming. Whatever fucking is other he shaming even he's saying anything about. He's not no, he hasn't even addressed the people making fun of it. I know some of it are just jokes, like guys, like a late night show host will make a joke, and that's funny. But there's actual venom online that you can see, and it's like you you don't really like. And it's all it is is people are mad, and they're attacking you know public figures and private figures alike. For not being attracted to them. And I think that's what the real problem is. I see skinny girls post bad things about fat girls. Mostly because... And like guys who like fat girls. Because like, oh, why? Because they're not attracted to you? So you're going to talk shit about that guy for being attracted to a big girl? And I see a lot of big girls, a lot actually, say a lot of bad things about skinny girls. Like, um, I, you, you've all seen that post of like... Um, it's a picture of a skinny girl and the caption is... Oh, bones are for dogs. Real men want meat. Or, you know, real women have curves. And, like, that is so... That's so fucked up to say that. It's like you're basically talking... You're you're telling the guys who do like really skinny girls, you're a piece of shit for liking what you like because it's not me. And I wanted to get, like, what you guys had to say about all that and just, like, why that's not okay. It is. I think it is. So are you trying to create a world with no judgment? No, not, it's not that. It's like... If you like, it's them. It's not attacking. Cool. It's them attack, like them seriously going out and saying like you're disgusting for liking what you like, and that's what I see it as. Oh, it's more. Is, of it's not like I'm not talking about you can't make a joke. Like um, Stevie's dated a few really skinny girls. We all crack jokes at him, but we're not saying he's disgusting. We're not saying he shouldn't do that. For you and, know? and and I, for, I am I weigh nothing and I am very small, so skinny to them is large to me. So in the <laughs> end, it's it works out. But uh, yeah, I completely I, I hate that idea of the whole people judging. Like I judge, I fuck around. We we joke, you know. We always laugh. But when it comes down to it, you like what you like. You you why would you hate on Leo? Leo can have whatever he wants. At least he's not fucking doing. You know, he's at least he goes after these beautiful women because they're also going after him. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, great you, actor. Yeah, and everyone, all those fucking social justice warrior guys who are like fucking standing up like, oh, he should date a real woman like his age or whatever. Fuck you. If you were Leo, <laughs> yeah. you would... If those women were throwing themselves at you, like, that's what... It, it's not him. He's... It's Leonardo DiCaprio. If, I, if, if we didn't have Wikipedia and I said, how old's Leo? You'd be like, that nigga's 23. 23 right now. He's been acting since fucking, what, 1990? He's 23. He, that guy doesn't age. Every five he years we age, age is one year to Leo because that's how... That guy looks young as fuck. Still. And, and the people like, and it's not just him. People also like. There's a big thing just recently. I heard the other day, is everyone's attacking Kanye West because he liked a couple of fingers in his ass. Yeah. You guys, what? I heard about this. Yeah, and Amber the chick, Rose. the chick who the the, the ball chick, yeah, or whatever, Rose, like, yeah, with like the hair that's blonde, but it's super short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she like came out of nowhere. Because unprovoked. her and Wiz 
were dating or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then Kanye and Wiz Khalifa or whatever started getting into a battle over like the raps or whatever, like the name of the uh, the name of the album, what? and then Kanye said something to him that was like, "Oh, complete and total roast, burn, haha," and he was looking like Kanye was getting the best of him, but then Amber Rose came in out of left fucking field and was like, "Oh yeah, well you like fingers up yes," which. Everyone knows how Chris feels about ass play. If you've listened to the episodes, I'm not about it. But I'm also not going to be like, "Oh my God, you're so disgusting for liking ass play." Like that's yeah. cool if you like ass. Which, which is you funny because like I licked a butthole not even 12 hours ago. <gasps> oh, yeah. It got it. As he looks over at the recipient, yeah, of I'm said literally butler. staring at the lady that he's talking about. Like, hey, dude, that's not weird. I enjoy it, dude. She fucking cleans that shit. I mean, it's. <laughs> Damn, dude, that shit's fucking cleaner than most forks at restaurants that I've eaten off of. I'm telling you right now. That's not a it's very like a high bar. Dinner plate. Not, yeah, <laughs> We've all worked yeah. in the restaurant industry. We know those forks are fucked. Yeah, those forks. But are yeah, I wanted good. to keep going with that. And like, there's also another uh, public example. Uh, Jim Norton. Jim Norton is so he's attacked it like his sexual preferences. He doesn't try and hide it, and then somebody leaks it. And then he goes, oh, it's not true. No, he came out in his stand-up and constantly talks about, oh, yeah, he loves the finger. In the, he says, I love a finger in my dumper. That's the one. That's the <laughs> <laughs> I'm talks not about, about the finger all, in my own he dumper. He likes to lick asshole. He likes getting – he loves all the stuff. And he's – he's he like uh, he was talking – like he has a bit about his ex like wanting to fuck him with a strap-on. He's like, I would be totally down to do that to get fucked by a strap-on. And, of course, he's like in love with Bailey J. That's how I found out about her was him. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, this is actually funny. So, like, he tweeted a picture. Like, she just posted a picture of her boobs, like, just her boobs. And he posted on his Twitter. And I followed him. And I was like, is this a picture? Is this a picture of some chick's tits? And I like, clicked on her profile to see. Because they're actually nice boobs. They look, you wouldn't have guessed. And then, like, I looked down. And, like, I scrolled down once. And then it's her, her tweet. And she goes, wow, I love how I just got, like, 5,000 more followers from guys who don't know I have a dick. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, all, thanks, Jim Norton. Like, um, and I was like, what? No way. And then, yeah, but then, like, she was actually... She's actually and then Adney hit the follow button. <laughs> <laughs> I did. She's funny. Yeah, I knew but about it. That's what, like, and he's, like, he goes about that, and, like, that is incredibly, you know, like, shamed. The fact that a guy would um, want to have sex... With a transsexual, that's also shit. That's also like you're so fucking gross, dude. And like it's fucking. Dude, I have a perfect fucking story for this. It's so fucking funny. Tell so the fucking story. We have a friend who is. is I don't trans- know if he's currently like going through he's the going, process. No, he is. He's going through the know. process of becoming a female. I don't know if he's like going to keep his dick or anything. She like that. is going through the process. <laughs> what do I call her? Z. Like <laughs> yeah, let's go back to that. AJ. I don't know. Like I don't know the whole like. I hate those stupid yeah, things. Yeah, but anyways, ZJ, if you can't afford neutral pronouns, you know what stupid. it is. Yeah. You can't afford it. <laughs> you can't afford it. And so I'm just sitting on Facebook, you know, and then you always see like, oh, people you may know or whatever. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, let me see what the fucking deal is about this. And Chris fucked up and didn't have his fucking phone on airplane. How dare mode. you, Chris Smith? So let me just keep going. So I'm scrolling through the Facebook. It's like, oh, people you know. And there was this one girl, or so I thought it was a girl. <laughs> and uh, I was like, damn, just, she's pretty Spoilers. She, like, no, no. I think prior to that, Chris wrote us and he goes, damn, who's this Gia Gia? Yeah, and everyone. Because I have a group chat. Whatever. Yeah, that's, not a, that's not her name. <laughs> it's not her real name. But anyways. And so. We're, coming, we're, we're comfortable yeah, guys here. We can talk about this. Yeah, so I hit up the group chat because I have a group chat and there's like probably like six or seven of us in there. There's and I'm three like, of us, man, in, us three is, are in the group chat. She is so fine because her face 
is fine. I am gonna lie. It's beautiful. I still go, scroll through it and I still see here like people you may know, and I'm like, once you get that dick chopped off, hit me up because I think I may be about it. And what's really <laughs> what's really funny about it is apparently I know the dude, and and like everyone's like, dude, you know him. Everyone's like, dude, you know him, dude, you know him. And I'm like, no, I don't. I have no Trust idea. Me. If I seen someone who look like that, I would about. remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would remember. Like, maybe I want it, though, you know? So apparently, we know this guy. And I've partied with him and shit. And so apparently, I'm going to fuck a friend. What's up? Like, a male friend. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that's that's fine. I mean, that's, dude, that's so. That story kind but of. But so, does out. that. Well, out? I mean, does that make me, you know? Like, are you guys no. aren't sitting. No. Are you guys going to sit here and be like, Chris, no. you fucking suck, but I'm going to get roasted on that group chat if it happens? Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to be able to show face around y'all, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> jokes about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, exactly. It does, but that shouldn't it's, matter. It's like, yeah, like it's the same said. thing with, uh, like, I, like I said before, homosexuality in that this is a man who's just attracted to another man and, like, that but just he's not he a man. was so he's not a man. And like that was just so frowned upon for so long that they weren't seen as just regular human beings. And like with any time and it's especially like when you're dating, it's a bad thing if you tell a girl I'm attracted to a certain thing and they freak out. Um like I've never really had a pre like we talked about when we talked about porn before. I don't have a preference, I don't have a certain thing that I go at like fat tall uh you know like tall short tall skinny thick light dark it doesn't matter to me i don't choose sides at all i mean there's extremes though right that i mean are you saying that, that you're down for bbw a, um, as well as anorexic like you're down for the complete spectrum of the scale i mean no, everyone has their line right he's basically saying whatever no he'll i'm saying he goes like, for whatever turns him on yeah beauty is beauty basically and like that can mean so many different things that I find it weird that someone would be like, I'm attracted to this thing, so I'm going to talk shit about everything that isn't that thing. Right. And say, you're gross for not liking what I like. Beauty That's is weird. Like, you wouldn't say that about, like, really, like, food. Like, oh, you like cheeseburgers? You're a fucking disgusting. Right. No, you're like, just like, hey, you like cheeseburgers? That's cool. I'm not or into cheeseburgers. Or maybe you would. There are people I'm that I'm not into cheeseburgers. People who I'm like not, pickles kind of gross me out. In the words of Bill Burr, but I'm not going to beat your ass for eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> so you paraphrasing Bill Burr's joke there. Right. But, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, Adney is what we call an equal opportunity employer when it comes to sex. <laughs> <laughs> equal opportunity employer. go for whatever, dude. And there's also like a, there is a science to attraction. Uh, there's many things that can influence, see, me and Steve already talked about this a long time ago. We know all the things. But, uh, first off, fear can uh, have a huge impact on whether or not you find someone attractive. That old cliche about, oh, you want to take a girl out? Take her to a scary movie, man. That works because she grabs on you. The reason, the science behind that is the fact that the fear that goes through you when you're watching a scary movie just gets your heart like racing like crazy. And your stupid body doesn't know how to differentiate like fear your, to being aroused. <laughs> yeah, like the racing of your heart. Doesn't know how to differentiate if that's fear or arousal, so they'll forever associate that first, you know, impact with you know that. They did a test where they had like a group of men, like meet up with this one woman on a small like little tiny wooden bridge that was over like a little creek, right? So no danger kind of thing. They go up to her and you know they talk to her for a minute about like some other bullshit was unrelated, and they're like okay so that's over. And they're giving her a phone number like if you want you can contact her. To talk about whatever you whatever, and then they had the same woman go on this giant huge bridge that was like barely holding up, suspended like 
300 feet above the ground just like really like freaky out like freak you out kind of thing had a bunch of guys go and talk to her in that situation gave her the phone number and like all those guys actually called her back just to talk to her the other guys from the small bridge who didn't feel any fear that same day didn't because they didn't their bodies didn't, you know, associate at all. Listen, I know wow. we're 300 feet up, but I, my dick is rock hard right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like the whole thing of like, oh, when the world ends, you know, everyone's going to be fucking rampant in the streets. I know I will. I don't know if you guys will be because fucking you guys got yeah. girlfriends. Yeah. They're just like fucking in the That's, streets. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. it. You want to fuck? You want to fuck? You're going to be seeing bitches getting DP'd. You're going to be seeing guys getting it in the ass as they're fucking giving it to another fucking girl. Dude, like, gangbangs are going to happen at the end of the yeah, world. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be like the Roman times again, how everybody wants it. Except, except, those everybody except thinks the whole it is. fucking children thing. Right, yeah. yeah. Hey, that might actually happen, though. I think oh, there's some people who would say, fuck it. That might it. happen now that we're on that subject, like the whole mass, like when it's going to get that big or whatever. And uh, like we're like, oh, it's the end of the world. Yeah, you're going to see some pedophiles probably banging some little boys. <laughs> Just like hardcore well, there rape. Is, yeah, yeah, I mean, hardcore there is... rape, like right in front of your face. And I bet you, you're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> well, the, end I mean, of the, <laughs> the end of the world. The end of the world, right? Like, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> well, that I mean, that's even now. You get all these like weird, weird obsessions to like sexual. Like, yeah, you know, the question is, where is the line drawn? Which is like something that we thought about beforehand. Is like everything I said. Yeah, but there is a line. There is a line. Um, there's there's weird fetishes that kind of draw the line for most of us. Um, one of them for me is amidophilia. If you guys know that one's okay. Like, <laughs> It's the arousal of being vomited on. <laughs> like people oh, actually, you, there's, you'll find so many different philias. If you, yeah, you know. there's a lot. Um, Sapio, another one is... Sapiosexin or whatever. No, sapiosexual is the arousal of... Uh, or being, arou- being aroused by, by intelligence. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, finding yeah. intelligence the most sexiest trait. But, um, we got a lot of those me- on this one. Yeah, menophilia <laughs> is another one. It's the arousal of period blood. So I always oh, make I have anytime something doesn't make sense, I'm always like, that's like a gay menophiliac. It's like <laughs> you know, someone is attracted to dudes, but also period blood. Um, well, I mean, people can't help what they're into. And I wanted to bring up, like and you like, said, that's what, I think what, you were, what you were saying to me before was like that all falls under the umbrella of you can't. You're attracted to that, and there's no problem. It's two consenting adults who both want to do a thing and they should be able to do that thing. Yeah, and then we get those ones that are not consenting adults. Um, there's Still this group, I'm not sure if uh, you guys are familiar with the group uh, Nambla. Nambla is, uh, this is their actual name, North American Man-Boy Love Association. What? <laughs> now, yeah, you've never heard of this, Chris? Okay, so Nambla was founded in 1978. The group was initially inspired by the work of the Boston Boise Committee, which was formed in 1977 to defund a group of men indicted for running a boy prostitution ring based out of Massachusetts. Holy so uh, shit. after the charges against all but one man were dismissed, the committee broke up and Nambla was created. Now, their numbers have never been confirmed, but they're believed to have over 1,000 members who want to fuck children. Like, that's, and they get this together. should not be confused. Wait, like, it's on the Better Business Bureau Yeah, and shit. yeah, it's like, like the LG, what? What is that, it, LGBT but, but, or whatever. Yeah, that, that Nambla shouldn't be confused with the other Nambla, which is the North American Marlon Brando lookalikes. Yeah, of course. Totally different. They do not fuck with Those sons of bitches are stealing our domain name. You <laughs> 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 better get those bastards. <laughs> Wait, and yeah, so... They're, they're basically this... like PETA. Well, okay, good so good is this like comparison. a legal? Like this is this is like a legal like corporation, yeah, so, no. like a this, business. Well, they meet together. They get a lot of shit. Um, I'm not sure where they're at now, but yeah, they get 
they can get in a lot of trouble. Like they're trying to fight the law. So um, they're trying to say like it's a beautiful thing. We should be able to love but, uh, boys. It it basically supports what? Yeah, it basically supports consensual intergenerational relationship between men and teenage boys and opposes the age consent laws. They actually want to abolish age of consent laws and they want to go as far as campaigning for the release of men that have been jailed for sexual contacts with minors that did not involve coercion. I feel like the Catholic Church is kind of behind this, though. Yeah, isn't this? <laughs> you did not know about this, Chris. They, Dude, they, that's they, they, they actually used to march in gay pride parades like they they try to march in gay parades. The like, like, we're the you same. Gotta be at least forty yards behind. <laughs> listen, listen. You, you, we have uh, what is it called when you have fucking? You're not allowed to be forty yards away from fucking our restraining order. Yeah, restraining order. They have a restraining order on Nambla. Listen, you guys gotta be forty year, forty yards behind the parade. Okay. We're not gonna have fighting for gay rights and fighting for the right to fuck little Timmy is not the same thing. <laughs> like that is definitely not the same thing in my eyes. And it's like, there you go. You have like, you and know, that's weird the fetishes. That, that is something that have. you can't really. They are attracted to little boys. There's nothing you uh, can do. I'm oh, going to be judgmental on yeah, that. I'm not, saying not. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm uh, not saying that. Wait, wait. Should we not judge on this one? <laughs> you, you cut me off and made me seem sorry. like a sympathizer. I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. a fucking piece of shit. You made me look like a weirdo. Dude, if people cut the podcast right now, they'd be like, damn, that guy had me. He's all about fucking His whole argument was about being okay with these things. And it ended up with that. Shutting off the cast. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that's where the line is drawn. So like I said, two consenting oh, adults. Right. Okay. That's but two consenting adults, saying. Chris. Adults, not <laughs> that's what a I was, child that's and an like adult. An adult, someone who has faculty, who's made their own life decisions, who has their own shit together, and can consciously make a decision about their life going forward. Right. That person... Go ahead and, you know, do whatever yeah, you want to do. But, like, also, you made me lose my fucking train of thought. It wasn't intentional. I just, like, <laughs> I don't believe you. If I can't judge little oh, boys, I got it, 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 I got it. Okay, so, we can't change who they're, that why they're attracted, or, you know, that they're attracted to little boys. We can't change that. You can't change what you're attracted to. Anyone who's tried, they end up just breaking that wall again. So, you just got to execute them. You get, they're a broken human being. They're never going to just get rid of them. That's it. So does the same go for that's my women argument. that like little boys? They like to raise no, no, that's boys? okay. That's fine. Women love. That? Oh, no, okay. no, that's okay, homeboy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Teachers no, had to rate um, me in school. I'm like, okay, what shit's going on. Teacher having. What if you were one year old? What if you were a year old? There's actually no, no. Okay, there's. Hold on, time out, time out, real quick. Before we get into that, okay, we gotta say, if the boy has hit puberty, he is he is now a man. I can get down with that. When it comes to women, I can fix that. Does That's that fine. make us sexist? What you just said, no. There's an actual thing, and it's called <laughs> infinophilia, Chris. Infinophilia? It's in, yeah, infantophilia. Wow. And it's usually done by males, and it's the attraction of a child 24 months or younger. Oh, my or, God. Or to, to the layman, to the, lame, uh, the layman, newborn porn. If you uh, <laughs> oh, want to fuck around, porn. newborn porn. She's we... pushing, she's pushing, and then I'm pushing. Oh, <laughs> woo! <laughs> Newborn porn. And the reason we brought that up is because there is a story. You can find it. It's fuck. I didn't think it was real at first. It, it is real. known. It's um, a woman uh, was facing jail time, but she got off not facing jail time uh, for performing sexual acts, quote, end quote. I'm pretty sure it's like a blowjob, something weird like that, on her one-year-old son and videotaped it. Yeah, and I was like, there's it. no way that's real. But then like I read the article. The reason is she wanted to film herself 
playing with her one-year-old's dick and putting it in her mouth and all that crazy, disgusting shit because she wanted to film it and sell the tape to a known pedophile for $300 so she can get a laptop. But she got caught, and I said, I'm not buying that tape anymore. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but not only does she not... Trying to give not... me to fucking buy her a Mac and shit, dude. Not only does she not get jail time... Only but, three hundred dollars. That's a shitty laptop. <laughs> you could suck my son's dick off for three hundred dollars. How many? How many? How many things is that? Okay, that's okay. That's incest. That's statutory rape. It's regular rape. Um, it's child pornography. It's fuck. Oh There's like at hey, least hey, wait, five hold on, counts. Hold on. But come on, losing your virginity, blowjob virginity at one years old. Good for you, bro. Good really? for you. Yeah, that's the story you want to tell. <laughs> no. But who was it? Your mom? What is the, dude, that guy's going to grow up with fucking uh, uh, Oedipus Complex, dude. Oedipus Complex is when you're no, attracted Oedipus. to... Oedipus. Oh, sorry. That's what it is. Oedipus? Yeah, uh, Oedipus Rex. The Oedipus Complex is like you being sexually attracted to your mom. But you flip that. You flip that and you make it a man who did that with his one-year-old daughter and that fool's on death row. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no sure. way that he's getting out on eight months fucking uh, house arrest, you know? That's what she got? Eight months she house arrest? She got eight arrest? months house, house arrest. arrest. With so the kid? Her, the kid exactly. Just in so the house for eight months? Her punishment is being no. more time with her son. No, 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 no. They took the kid away. They, oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks for the jokes. Oh, Our jokes aren't funny anymore. For the sake of comedy, can we just... <laughs> the kid's trapped. They're gonna fucking film it like the show Big Brother. Exactly. Yeah. Kid's trapped in the house with his mom. She's running around trying not to get blowjobs all day. <laughs> she keeps trying to. But blow that me. goes back to the fact, like there was, like that's just a horrible human being who saw there was another horrible human being that was completely broken, that was attracted to little boys, and she was like, "I'm gonna profit off this." Very low profit. I mean, that's a yeah, shitty. That's, oh, you're a bad. That's bucks, a bad. You do not know how to market your fucking child yeah. pornography. This is I'll something right that. Now. Yeah, dude, this is something that's a that's a big. That's a huge <laughs> market. It's ridiculous. You three hundred dollars? You're selling yourself short, homegirl. Yeah, right now. Fail. Selling yourself short. So much. You fail. should not. You need a publicist or something. Yeah. Manager. That's called a pussy pass, and women get the pussy pass. Oh, oh I actually did. Um, I actually want to save. Like this is a this can be an entire right, right. like two hour long discussion, and I want to save that uh, for a future podcast where we can just dig in to uh, like sexism as in general right. against men. And I hate the I hate the term reverse sexism. And like, no, it's sexism. Don't say reverse because that just demeans what the word means. Like reverse racism. I don't like that term. It's just like, just call it racism. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's but one it, word. It has a purpose. It's not defined by a gender or a color. It's judging someone based off what they are, not what you are. That's good. I, so, I love that. Okay. So we will but, definitely save that. Yeah. For another saving it for time. another podcast. Um, um, next. No. Just, no. Let's. We want. So. Oh yeah. We are not even done. I'm. So I'm good ahead of us. Sorry guys. Addie's all over the place. So I'm. Like, I'm out of for it me, what I'm sexually attracted. Like, what are you guys? I mean, Chris Addie's talked about him. I, for me. I, I'm a big, I just like redheads and like pale skin. Like if you have, even if it's like black hair, pale skin, like vampire-esque type of look. I know it's, I think it's like growing up, you know, I was a scene kid when I was a teenager. But I've always just been attracted to like that gothic look. It's like yeah, super like it white, pale skin, uh, you know, either dark hair or like oh, just redheads and like the freckles, the pale skin. That is my, what turns me on. That's, and when I'm starting to date someone, like Adney said, you kind of... She you, needs a lot talking, of sunscreen. He's about it. Yeah. When you start talking... Yeah, I, I go to the be, store with a girl. And if I, he sees a girl, I let her pick out, I let her pick out the Get at me next week. Get at me next week. We're going to the beach, and I let her pick out the SPF 50. And if she gets that high number, I know she's my girl. I'm like, this is going to last. Uh, <laughs> but um, what's it called? Yeah, that's what turned me on. So 
when I'm dating someone like Adney said, you kind of put your preferences out there. Like, this is what I like. This is what I'm into. But I am into some freaky shit, so I have to tell the girl, what are you into? So I don't freak her out. <laughs> like, uh, that's, I'm always scared. Like, you can't okay, open I'm going to say it. something. Yeah, I can't open. I can't be the opener. Because then it'll just be like, okay, check, please. Like, one of those, you know? <laughs> that's like going on dates in general. It's, it's freaky. I, like, a good explanation is like, uh, there, we watched this show. It's a great show. It's on uh, it's on Hulu currently. I think it's on FX, FXX. Uh, it's called Man Seeking Woman. The most underrated <clears throat> show on television. And Agreed. That's, Possibly ever. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about going on dates, getting to know people, um, basically just getting out there in the dating industry. So industry. To, for people to... Oh, sorry, dating industry. <laughs> no, that was last field. podcast. <laughs> that dating and escorts, yeah. Um, for people who don't know what Man Seeking Woman is, so um, the premise of the show, uh, the plots in the show are based on relatable conflicts and struggles entering as well as maintaining uh, a relationship. However, these conflicts are uh, taken to absurd and literal extremes. <laughs> uh, basically, like, okay, so we've all been in either in a relationship that had problems or we were recently single and we were having a hard time dating. Chris, you're, Chris, you're Chris, defining Chris right yes. now. Yes. But and we've all like felt it, and we're trying to explain what we're going through to a friend, and we use hyperbole. We say like, "Oh, it's like this crazy thing." Basically, what the show does is it, they take that exaggeration, that metaphor that you made up to describe your feelings to your friends. They take that metaphor and they'll make it literal as fuck. The very first episode is the main character was got dumped by a girlfriend that he had for six years. It was like a long-term relationship. Yeah, yeah. six yeah. years. And his sister was like, I'm going to set you up with someone. She's a great girl. You need someone of substance. Never every, asks how she looks, though. E- yeah, every guy has been in that situation of a friend or his or a sister or a relative saying, I got a friend. She's a really great girl. She's super nice, and you're going to like her. All that kind of stuff. And then he's like, oh, I'm going on this date. And his friend is all, "Did what she look like? Did you get a picture? No. <laughs> you didn't ask what she looked like? And then on the date, it's a literal troll. Wait, let's pause. <laughs> Would you have asked? Yeah. I always ask. Yeah. I always ask what they look like. Have you ever gone on a date, Stevie, where it's been completely blind date and you had no idea at all what they look like? You didn't even, and, it, and that thought didn't even come to your brain what they look no, like? No, no. Like, is that a real fucking Physical thing? attraction is the most important to me. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the only thing to me. <laughs> That's like the only thing. Like, if she has great blowjob skills, I'm like, damn, she did murder children, but her mouth skills are on point. So, like, I will stay in a relationship. I mean, I don't have children, so I think it's going to be fine. I will stay in a relationship for physical beauty okay. and for blowjob skills. And that's the episode is about is being set up with someone and finding out you're not attracted to them at all. There's no chemistry between either of them. She's not attracted to him either. Mm-hmm. He sees her as a troll. She sees him as a loser. A literal troll. And, she is yeah. literally yeah, like, like she's three feet tall. She's green. And she's this got is warts. where most viewers are either going to go, yep, Make this show's break, awesome, yeah. or, or they're going to be it. like, fuck this. Yeah. It really is 50-50. There is no in-between. There is no like, I kind of like No, you're either going to like it or you're not yeah, going to like it. I was trying to explain it to my girlfriend, and she like, and I, I was having a hard time doing it and like telling her about the first episode. And she's like, that may, that sounds kind of, I don't know. When you but then we started it, watching it. Kinda... Yeah, we, she started watching it. And she's like, oh my God, this show is really funny. Like, she started to get it. And that it is, it, it just, you're like, oh my God, this show is so ridiculous. There's a, um, everything that's in it is so over the top and silly. You're like, is this show supposed to be magical or something? Like, there's all like these weird things going on. 
But if you just look at it as, oh, that's how I felt in that situation. Right. I've been in a situation, it felt like I was going on a date with an actual troll who was irritable and mean to me. You know, when I get it, when I start texting um, a girl that I like, and I don't know what to do, and I ask my friends, it feels like we're in a war room, and I got five generals around me, <laughs> and we're all given our battle plans. Like, that's what it feels like when you're texting someone you like and you don't know what to do. That's what it feels like, and they show that in the show they have the actual war room and his best friend is given a speech and it's a and it's just powerful yeah. and it's amazing and yeah so that show perfectly encapsulates with and dating a, a good example of like the troll so they're sitting there and she goes oh that's her across the street and uh, he goes oh like sees a blonde and then the blonde moves and then the fucking troll peeks out of the trash and he goes what the what the tr- the is troll? That, she goes, is that gonna be a problem? She goes, no. She goes, is that her right there? He's like, no, she's, she's right there. You see her? She's she's eating garbage. She's right there. She's that one. He's like, she's, she's a troll. She's drinking. She's drinking antifreeze. Oh, she's drinking antifreeze. And she goes, I thought you said she was like sweet, Swedish or something. She goes, well, she was born in the Scandinavian forest and she came over here to start a nonprofit and now she lives under the Wolfpass Bridge. Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like, no, she's uh, you know she's a troll. His idea is she's she's ugly. Like, I'm not you're attractive. not you're not a catcher. Yourself, Josh. Do you okay. have a job? <laughs> You're a temp. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, she's all girls don't attract temps, and he goes, "If well, she's a temp." <laughs> it's so true. But that this is, we should want we should want to stroke this show's dick for a minute. Let's talk more about what we really like. Like what I really like is the it. fucking writing. They they are not afraid to push the envelope, and that's what I really enjoy about the show. Is when you're watching all these shows that are on TV now, they're really afraid to push the bounds, and they have to stay within this like realm of possibilities. But it's what Man Seeking Woman does, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. But what what Man Seeking Woman does is the exact opposite, and they're like, okay, so like. This is how you want us to be, so we're going to push it. But it's not like Trey and Matt's, like, South Park push it. It's not pushing it with, like, um, We'll say what you're afraid to say. or, yeah. Um, we'll tackle a topic you're afraid to tackle. That's what South Park does so well, exactly. so better than everyone else. What this show does is just the originality exactly. is out of this world. There's it's no fucking, show like that. And I haven't seen so many shows. Like, like every sitcom just follows the same the same formula, formula. Exactly. over and over again. Whether it be e about family, C square. And this know? is a show about a single guy who broke up with his girlfriend. It'd be so easy. It would to do like uh, to cop do like a copy of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Or like, you could have him do like, like a male version of Two Broke Girls or whatever. Yeah, you, you could know, do right? stuff like that and just that same thing over and over again. Dating's funny and crazy, guys. Oh, well, I got a new silly adventure today. Everything happened. Everything was all right at the end of the episode. And half of those fucking <laughs> scenarios and shit are just so like, what, dude? Like, come on. This, what Man Seeking Woman does, it's like, no. This shit happens. Like, this is the shit that you run into every fucking day. It does, like, the whole dating app thing where I am fucking absolutely horrible at it. But just like Adney was saying, like, so the other day... I get a match on Tinder, and I like, yeah, I was stoked, right? I was like, finally. Like, I get matches, but I usually don't say anything to them. But for some reason, this one, I thought this one, like, was the know. one. And so I text the group chat, and then it's all the generals, like, no, this is what you got to say, you know? Like, but I had to go to the Send her a dick pic, bro. Send yeah, her send a dick pic. <laughs> you got to make sure you have a watch Jack and a ring. a little bit yeah. so it gets kind of hard. Yeah. Then put a quarter in the corner of the picture for size comparison <laughs> with a caption that says... Guess who? <laughs> that's a direct so that's quote what... from the show. That's a quote from the show, you guys. And I know. It's amazing. I probably that's... ruined one of the best jokes of that episode, <laughs> yeah. but still. 
And so that's why I love it is because it's real. Like the, yeah. these well, uh, the scenarios the that he's getting into, like I've been in that fucking scenario. So and you connect with the show. I even connect more. with yeah. it so I fucking much. It a lot too, dude. Yeah. And that's the thing is my experience I feel is a lot different than yours and yet I still connected with the show so much. There's so much for so many people and there's even a point in the show in the first season we're just talking about the first season we're not going to get in the second season yet but in the first season alone they switch it over and you see things from his sister's point of view of woman seeking man. They even changed the title for that episode. Oh. And they so what's it like oh. to be a woman who's not you know 19 anymore trying to date feeling pressure from you like she's 29 she's in her oh prime she's in the prime of her life and she's a beautiful beautiful oh, she's, woman. she's beautiful, successful dude. she's like she's, she's gonna be a, yeah she's gonna be partner in her firm like yeah. she's extremely successful that scene, and she's feeling scene, and she's feeling so pressured by young because every like women can you can uh, uh some women can relate to this of being pressured of my girlfriend has like said this too like really we met before they met and they're further along than we are like that kind of thing girls hate that girls will feel pressure girls are comparing and with my ex talking about why aren't we married blah 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 is getting married blah 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 is getting married blah 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 everyone else is getting married how come we're not married and in this episode you have this she's 29 in the prime of her life she's so fucking very successful she's She's at her friend's house and it's her friend. Her friends having a little birthday party for her daughter and her daughter's friends. They're all around eight years old and having a little tea party in the backyard. <laughs> she's like, "I'm gonna go say hi to your daughter." And she's like, "Hi." And it turns out that all these little girls are engaged or already married. And it's just that feeling of all these babies are getting married and I'm still not. What's the matter What's with wrong? me? Yeah. What's the matter with me? And like they do that metaphor beautifully. It was it's, so it's fucking and I love that's what I like, was and dying my favorite probably I don't know what my favorite either my favorite thing could be the originality of it and the fact that they're willing to do these crazy metaphors to send the message home or just the fact that it doesn't give you happy endings. It doesn't tell you everything's going to be okay, you're going to find the love of your life because every time he finds the one it ends up shit and it fucks up and then he has to move on and it starts over again of like, oh my God, dating. But this time it's a different story and the dating, they do a, they tackle a different kind of why dating is such a problem. Like they can't, there's so many, yeah, 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 it's so different every time. What's it like being in a relationship in, in this kind of relationship? What's it kind of being this kind of single or that kind of single or that kind of relationship? This, all those things, they tackle it all. And the first season alone is only 10 episodes and yet they cover so much ground. Yeah, especially one episode of dating someone that's as quote unquote out of your league type thing. Oh, that was such a good one. And it just shows that he was going around. She was, you know, she had all these guy friends, and they were trying to be nice to her. In the show, though, he sees it as you know they're being nice and being kind. He's seeing them as coming after her to fuck her, which is chasing, chasing her down. There's a she has her best friend that she studied abroad with, some Japanese guy who is a giant dick monster, literally (laughs) a giant purple monster that's just covered in covered dicks. In cocks. It's he one a giant dick monster. with tentacles. At the end of every tentacle is another is dick. another dick. And it's just like, he's just a giant dick. He's a giant cock monster. Like, he's just... Josh, you're being rude. <laughs> yeah. So he's it's... just a friend. He's just massaging oh. my back. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> How many girls do you guys right now know, even though both of you are kind of with a girl, you guys are going to have to answer this question. Um... Oh, Des, earmuffs. Can you earmuffs it for me? <laughs> uh, you want to ask if there's friend, if there's girls that we're friends with that you wouldn't fuck. That I wouldn't fuck? Yeah, like how yeah. many? There's how a many? there's a few. 
And there's not a lot. But there is right? a bunch like, that I would. Exactly. Yeah, the only thing is, you mean, what girlfriends do I have that I didn't fuck? It's like, no, I'm just trying to... <laughs> um, no, no there is... Stroke is... Like, no, that's, that's not true. There... No, I yeah. There's a couple that I, I wouldn't have, have sex great, with. I might have a great friendship with this girl. Deep down, I'll fuck you, and I'll ruin that friendship. And there's, there's like three <laughs> Damn, none of you guys are important to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't take my pants off around Chris. Cause like, listen, we friends, guy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm coming. In. I want to talk about that for a sec. That's actually an interesting topic. I think is the friend zone. That's yeah. a fun. That's a fun topic because all you see is guys complaining about. It's become such a common thing to complain about that now people have so much sympathy for someone in the friend zone and they congratulate someone so much who's escaped the friend zone and it's seen as this fucking whole and they blame the girl and they attack the girl you fucking asshole for just for not being attracted to him goes back to attraction she's not attracted to you she doesn't want to tell you to fuck off because you're a good person but she's just not attracted to you i've been in a situation where i was attracted to a girl didn't really like her that much but i was really attracted to her but she just liked me as a person, put me in the friend zone, mad at her for a little while, but then a little bit of time goes by, it's like, oh, I actually do like you as a person, and yeah, I don't want to, yeah, it's fine. And then you start, then that grows into, a, this is a genuine friendship. It takes time, right. yeah, obviously. Of course. But after a while, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I actually prefer being your friend. I wouldn't want to date you. I actually know you to the point to where I would hate to fucking date you. <laughs> you're a nightmare. You come to me with all but your problems. But you're great as a friend. One of my friend. best girlfriends <laughs> I've had sex with, and I don't, I still find her attractive, yes, but I actually wouldn't fuck her again. Even though we've had sex and it wasn't that the sex was bad or anything like that. It's just we, because ever since we stopped dating, we have had to communicate in a different way. And that's really built in a, a true relationship between the two of us. Now, if she came up to me and was like, we're banging, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. Yeah, because so. at the end of the day, you're a guy, you're evolutionarily built to want to fuck everything. The underlying it. reason is because the, the species created that need so we could further the species and yeah. like so the diversity of genetics could grow and we could have as when the species can go on but you know your DNA just can't tell you you need to have babies. You need to have all these babies so go out there and get those babies. It, no, it just tells you you want this thing go have sex with as many different partners as possible while women they're evolutionary built to only pick out the strongest male. The best male, the one that's going to protect and provide for them. And that manifests itself in either getting the guy who's really successful, has a lot of money, or the guy who's just fucking jacked and built like a brick shithouse. <laughs> and that's why I'm happy that we're not nude all the time. And that's why I like... Because they'd be like looking at the penises and they'd look at Chris and fuck that guy and they just keep going down the line. Oh, Give we me know the about Mandango. the <laughs> but the yeah. gringo mandango yeah, that's how that's how you're built is to like and of course so that's easy for a girl to put a guy in the friend zone because it's like oh well you're not you, know you don't you don't match for, this yeah, you don't and, match what and I'm also to about attraction is it's more than just I, said, I talked about fear before but there's so much more than that and so much more than looks uh, so many things can affect whether or not you are attracted to somebody we, uh, scientists think that the reason we developed uh, kissing is to basically taste the other person's genetics, because <laughs> also like a scent. Like some uh, girls, like they'll after like they've sweat and like you should be gross, but you'll smell them and you're like, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I kind of like it. And a girl will say the same thing about the guy she's dating. I like the way he stinks. That's because they think it's kind of like pheromones, but they're not strong. It's very faint. It's 
a combination of that smelling someone and liking them and then like kissing to taste them basically it's like a taste test and then you're like okay these are the perfect it's kind of like that whole thing about uh, opposites attract of this person has a very genetic different genetic pool than me that way our babies will have a better chance of surviving disease and stuff like that of course this is all subconscious this is just your body doing this for a reason but not telling you that's the reason that's what nature is that's what instinct is you it's funny that you details. say that yeah, because like if I find someone that's not as offensive, uh, not offended by all five senses, then I'll be all about it. Like, <laughs> it's funny that you said about the taste test because the smell test is real when you're having sex with different races. And I'm not trying to be a racist or anything, but um, <laughs> recently, actually this past weekend, <laughs> I had sex with a native. I love my girl native. She's my native. I don't love her. Um, it's a weird thing going on. But anyways, she has a distinct smell. Like she doesn't smell like a white girl or Mexican. And then I remember very distinctly me having sex with one of my black friends who is amazing and I love her. But she did smell she <laughs> smelled different, you know? And then the white person smells different. So you're like also attracted coconut. to like Stevie said, these five senses. So not only is it the taste, but it's the smell. And for Chris actually I'm really attracted, going back to like the attraction pogs. thing is well, yeah, I already know pogs, but the smell in particularly is black women. They smell different, and I actually I like, I like it too. Dig it. I'm like, mm. What's you want to know why? Because they're constantly rubbing their bodies down with some nice stuff, and they smell great. <laughs> like they. Well, then again, all all women smell. Most women that I've messed around with smell good. Like I, I've. Well, only, yeah, you lived in Portland for a while, so you know exactly. What so I got you know a couple women, of those hippies. Yeah, you know what women like hippies. The really, really hairy legs. That's the worst. Is the hairy legs? I can fuck around with everything else. I can fuck I around. Just goes with back your to senses. I can I fuck around. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be fuck fucking around. rubbing your leg. I feel, I feel like That's you're a man. That's what it is. I, <laughs> I feel, feel like it. you're a dude. Like I'm banging you, and I can feel your crispy ass legs scraping Hold against on. my fucking. Are those side. your? Are those your hairs, or are those my <laughs> hairs? Like that. That's actually the one thing that I would say. That thing. Um, Draws a line. About, if you talk about being skinny, I'm like, well, most skinny girls I do like. Just it's like a super extreme, like you said, anorexia. That's yeah. Then it goes. Uh, when it comes to like fat, a fat on a girl, I like it mostly, but there is also a limit. Like, right. It's much of like, wow, you need to look after your health. See, I can't go. I can't go but, for like. Sorry. Uh, um, but what I meant that, that there is one thing that does kind of cut the line for me that n- in no way is that attractive, and that's a girl with a six pack. Really? Oh, I. It's oh. Just, it's not, I don't Adam would Adam, say the Adam opposite. loves it. Dude. Adam, Adam wants it. it. He even said like he was having sex He's with like, sex. More muscles, she was the working, better. She was working out. <laughs> he was having sex with us. I said, man, I can just feel every muscle in her body. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. I stopped everybody. I brought. I grabbed random people off the streets and I said, okay, repeat what you just said. And we're like <laughs> surrounded by a group. Phone in people's faces. I could not believe that. What do you... Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean that you felt every muscle... strangers going, I don't want to hear about your friend's gay lover. I'm like, listen, if she, if if she's buffer than me, I'm getting fucked. Like, that's that's not cool. Wait, 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 I on. want to fuck. I like getting fucked sometimes. Yeah, getting fucked yeah, back. I enjoy fucking getting more. Fucked back. But when she I like grabs... Okay, like, okay. like a fucking When she picks horse. me up and brings me to the room like we're on our wedding night, that's a problem. <laughs> I don't need to be lifted up and fucking brought into the bedroom, there's okay? Right, there's a yeah. limit. There is a point that has to be brought up, and because I brought this up before, and I've been um, accused of not liking strong women because of this. I was told, oh, that's because that's a strong woman, and you're intimidated by a strong woman. It's like, are you, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, you know how many, like, 
female fighters I'm attracted to, but they don't have a six pack. They have a little bit of a belly there, like not like a huge one, but it's like a. They just. It's just toned. It's not ripped. It's toned. You don't even yeah. see toneish sometimes. Oh. Like there's like a couple. Like when we went and saw the uh, Olympic trials. We yeah. Watched the, uh, the Olympic um, boxing trials. They were here in Reno this year. And we watched um, a lot of the uh, women fighters fight. Got to meet a couple of them. They're awesome girls. And a bunch of them didn't have, like, six-packs. They weren't ripped and shredded. But I'm like, she's really pretty. She's really pretty. Fighter, I would love that. I would do it. I would get right that one. Right one right there. Ronda, she, Ronda Rousey, she doesn't have, like, a six-pack. But then Holly Holm. Holly Holm is fucking ripped. It's like, every time Holm steps up, I'm like, oh, gross. And I get a little grossed up. I can't But then it, I'm like, dude. what's up, Rousey? How you doing? Yeah, I can fucking around with that mole. If, if you can flex your vagina. I'm old. If you can flex your vagina, you're not for me. I don't want to. <laughs> Wait, you don't like the Kegels getting down? Kegels? Oh, Kegels? Kegels? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but that, yeah, that's fucking gross. Like, I can't, it's like, I can't do that. I can't do super buff, but I'm also a very small guy, so I can't do, like, super big. Right. Like, have you ever been, like, out in the forest and you see, like, that little lizard on a rock? Like, that is me having sex with a big girl. Like, like that's the best analogy I can give you. It's like that little tiny lizard, you're like, what are you doing, little guy? And the rock gets up and moves, you're like, whoa, I had no clue that there was another person under there like I had friends walk in on me having sex one time with this girl and they said that all they saw because she was a bigger girl this is like six years ago literally all they saw was just my feet and my little hands mm. sticking out and they walked out of the bedroom and they died they wanted to get a picture of it but it's like I'm a very tiny guy like I can take some weight on me I'm like an ant okay I can <laughs> I, I can lift anything ten times my Keep fucking body keep stroking yourself bro <laughs> I'm like an ant I can fucking lift 50 times my but you know what I mean? It was like it was just crazy. When they explain that, I cringe every time they tell me that story. It's pretty so funny. like I can't. I don't want to bang something that that big. I just I'm not attracted to something that I big. I love curvy women. I'm man. so curvy no, women. Are I the love shit, curvy. Dude. I like curvy. Yeah, but you need them to be like five two and curvy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I like tall know. women. I'm down dude. for six foot. I'm five eight. I'm hey, not hey, six, hey, dude! I'm not shallow. I'm not shallow with height. Okay, I can, dude. I like tall. If I can pull someone tall, that's amazing. It's the problem that women don't like short guys. Like tall, tall women don't like short that's guys. True. Like if I a mean, tall woman came out to me, well, I would what you said about the biology. Like a woman, like it's what they're attracted to. So there are gonna be. Some six foot women that will be attracted to you. It's fetish. But it's, it's a like, fetish. It is, that's right. what. Because exactly. dude, if I go up to a six foot girl and I said, "Listen, I'll eat your pussy standing up right now," she's oh. not gonna be about it at all. <laughs> yeah, right. So all she has to do is put her put her leg up on a chair. Boom. She doesn't even have to squat like, or I nothing. Have, Get to you, work. Yeah. She can jump on my head like fucking what's it called, Mr. Slave in South Park, and sh- <laughs> literally shove me in her vagina. <laughs> I mean, it's. Oh, it, I have no so, problem with tall so women sad. at all. It's just when they're that much bigger than me is the problem. Tall, no problem. Short, no yeah, problem. Like it's just weight. It's just weight. Yeah, dude, I got that when I was younger. Dating when I was younger, it was like I dated this girl. Oh, I know. I dated this girl no that was a, like foot and a half taller than me and we were walking through the mall and everybody thought that's your older sister and I'm sitting there with my hand on her ass and everyone's like whoa that's a weird brother sister relationship (laughs) they got going on still didn't click (laughs) yeah so I mean I've dealt with that before I've had some some girls that were taller some girls that were bigger some girls that were bigger and taller and one of my like funniest like failure stories of like when I first like when I was recently single after the six year thing and then I gotta fucking pee. I gotta pee. It was such a humiliating, just horrible experience. It didn't. (laughs) And I think that was part of the whole 
like uh, drifting into the friend zone thing because it just wasn't like the genetic the attraction the genetic thing wasn't right for her although it was right for me because I'm a guy and it's like oh it's a vagina so, so we like <laughs> we uh, ours is a little not, theirs is a little bit more fine tuned than ours <laughs> ours is definitely our our attraction is definitely not as fine tuned it's we see a vagina with lost, with legs <laughs> I lost my virginity to a bigger girl too as well oh no way you lost to a bigger really? girl you know who it oh was. yeah I do know who it was yeah. Oh yeah, see. Yeah. Who want, should we just talk about our virginity <laughs> stories? You, dude. <laughs> um. Uh, who? Okay, so let's. Okay, so let's tell our how we lost our virginities. Who wants to go first? Um. You're going first. You are. <laughs> I know. I said pretty fast. Okay, so um. I lost my virginity when me and Stevie were fourteen years whoa, old. Whoa! 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 <laughs> whoa! Start that story over, Adam. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! Uh. I was 14 years old. I lost my virginity to a with woman. a woman <laughs> who was not related. And we were like freshmen in high school. Um, it's, it was just this thing where uh, there was like f- me and Stevie hung out with two of our uh, guy friends. Uh, one was a junior like, and one was a senior. Um, I'm not going to tell their fucking names. We're just going to call them Amos and Andy. The brothers. The no, brothers. we're going to call them Amos and Andy. Okay. Anyways, so Amos was a junior. Andy was a senior, and the four of us hung out with like a group of girls all the time. There was like six of them or so, but one of them had a boyfriend, and the other one was just the most annoying person ever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, dude. Just, oh, you're such you a douchebag. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, we've uh, lived together 25 right, years. Right, 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 we, right. You've said that a million times. <laughs> they get it. No, but <laughs> answer gets Chris. It. I'm answering he to Chris. It. But uh, so they're, they're like singled out, and so but, um. Breakfast wanted to hang out, and one of them was really religious, and so she didn't hang out as much. But there was three other girls, and they were all like, three of them were all attracted to me, Amos and Andy, and we're like, all right, let's have a fucking hangout sesh. So now I know who the annoying one was. Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it took you know, me a little um, while. Yeah, I know no, who she is now. Andy turns out has an older like he lives in an apartment complex across the street from me and Stevie. His older brother had lived there too in his own little apartment. Single and guy, he would, like he would always, anytime we wanted to ditch school, we could go there and fucking oh, eat tight. food we stole from our grandpa's house. And he's like, yeah, fucking play video games, play the original Mario. Basically well, condoning like us being failures. He would always like buy And he booze. wouldn't be there, right? He wouldn't even be or there. Or sometimes he would. Sometimes, sometimes he, he would, wouldn't. but a lot of times he would just That's leave cool. us at his house. Wow. He's all, this is my little brother. I trust him. I know all you fucking little assholes. I trust you fucking little assholes. Have fun. And we would drink with him sometimes, and like he bought us. So you had a cool house. guy, dude. We had yeah, you know, we, we, had, we had so many. Oh, different we had places. so many different houses of different friends that were old. Because it was like our group, and then this group, and then that group, and then that group, and then we would all converge sometimes, like uh, the five families and the Godfather. <laughs> all we had was all, dude. All we had was friends. That's that's it. And we had no, oh, you had no like no family parents. home to no, go there was, to. Like, no parents around. Like and some of the groups were I girls, didn't, I didn't so have to be like a whole group of girls like that we'd go that'd hang out hard. with. Then we're going to hang out with a whole group of guys, then mix them and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so there's six of us, me, Amos, and Andy, uh, and then the three chicks. I'm, I'm not even going to think about names for them. It's, it's too hard. <laughs> but uh, we're all drinking. I think it was like pop-off and orange juice, just oh, that cheap, disgusting that thing. That pop-off, though. <laughs> here's where I might get weird for some listeners because most people I tell the story to, they're like, that's weird. We all had sex with our respective partners in the same room. CGB! Oh, it's called the CGB! Oh, I got 
there's a, there's a name for it? Chris, 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 Hey, Chris, you're coming in hot, homeboy. Chris, coming in hot. Please put your headphones back in. I'm going to interrupt Addy's story to just do a little explanation. So the whole everyone fucking in the same room. Me and the barn animals and Curtis and all of our little <laughs> barn animals. We, we will get the listeners will eventually know who the barn animals were because it's a great fucking story. Yeah, but um, me and my buddy Curtis. Now Curtis had already patented. I put it in quotations, patented, because I don't think it's actually patented. But uh, he had patented this, patented this thing. It was called CGB. And I was like, what the fuck is CGB? And he would never tell me. He's like, the only way to know what CGB is is to participate in a CGB. And I was like, okay, so how do I do that? And he was like, well, maybe when we're banging one time and we're next to each other, then you'll find out. And I was like, when the fuck am I ever going to be banging next to you? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But then I had to put it in perspective to who Curtis was because Curtis was a part of the barn animals. And this was when I was just getting associated with the barn animals. And so the barn animals were just crazy individuals who were street kids. They were grungy. They, they had it pretty rough. And so they wound up bound, binding together and they literally lived in a barn. Um, one of the friends... Their parents owned a barn, like, in their backyard or whatever. And this was a legitimate fucking barn. It wasn't red, though. I don't think there was any paint on it. And so they were called the barn animals. They threw raves. They did all sorts of shit. I will probably be able to do, like, six fucking hours of stories just with the barn animals. So continuing on that little tangent, Curtis patented CGB. So one year at night in the country, Curtis is banging out this girl in the tent. I'm drunk. I have this other girl that I know we're about to fuck. And I was like, yep, we're going to go and fuck with Curtis and fucking whoever he's fucking. And so we get in there and Curtis is straight like, yeah! You know, Curtis with his fucking yeah, juke, bro. He's all fucking excited. Like, yeah, let's fucking go, bro. Like, he was so excited. And I was just like, woohoo. And so, so we start getting at it. And then we're fucking going at it. And I was like, CJB? He was like, fucking hey, CJB. And he just goes, turns to me. We just start high-fiving. And then we do, we go one on the right, one on the left. And then we double it up. And then, boom, that was considered, that's what a CGB is. And it stands for Cadillac Gangbang. Cadillac Gangbang. Because Cadillac, you can put a lot of people in Cadillac. So there's really supposed to be more than just one or two. There's supposed to be about four in there. CGB, baby, Cadillac gangbang. Not only is it an awesome term, he also has that motherfucking thing tattooed on his fucking calf from like his knee to his ankle. CGB, like it's so fucking hilarious. He's about that life, champ. Back to Adney's virginity story. I apologize. First, it wasn't a gangbang. Oh, boo. Uh, there's three guys, three girls. That's a gang. Everyone oh, no, 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 stayed no, 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 no. with their own partner. There was no interchanging or double teaming. Yeah, we didn't switch either. Curtis sucks at making up terms now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but term sucks. <laughs> wasn't, you already had a caveat of why it wasn't a Cadillac gangbang. It wasn't a gangbang either. It wasn't either of those. It was none of those letters in your Whatever, acronym. go ahead. <laughs> It was, no, you guys had sex. Whatever. We had sex in the same tent and high fives. So whatever. It was a GF. Because we have the GP group poop when we all poop in the same area. So (laughs) group fuck. It's a group fuck. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the girl that I lost my she was actually a little bit bigger. And she was like a little bit taller than me, just a little bit. She was a year older than me. She was a sophomore. Nice. And I found out she had a crush on me. I was like, I'll do things. <laughs> because her best friend was into, like, our best friend, Aaron. Oh, shit. Yeah, you said his name. No, it's Amos and Andy. Andy. Amos Andy. and Andy. Andy and Andy. I can edit it out. Okay. Um... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so, anyways, um, 
So I found him. Anyways, okay. She was a little bit. She was a little bit That's thicker. Like not like she wasn't. I wouldn't say she's fat, but she's a little bit thicker. Huge tits and ass. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah those okay. will be fun. But Andy, it was his. It was his brother's house. Stevie sucks. What the fuck did you do? Stevie stepped on that aux cord that the speakers plugged into. What are you into. doing? Doing over there, anyways. He was checking the levels. I don't know. He wanted to see what the time we were at. Stevie was being gay. Stevie keeps. Shit happened, you fucking assholes. You, guys, <laughs> you fucking cunts. Every crazy. single time. <laughs> An amateur podcast and everyone's like, whoa, bro, what's going on? You done <laughs> fucked up. That's it. Shut it off. Starting over. Like, <laughs> oh my oh, never god. It's never going to be more than amateurs if you accident. keep interrupting the podcast with your phone cord. calls and your aux cords. Hey, I didn't invent aux cords, dude. I don't know why the fuck you guys are getting mad at me. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Hey, it happens. Oh. Technical difficulties. I love how Chris is like the most calm on the podcast. <laughs> About the podcast, like, what the fuck is going on with my levels, dude? I can't get the fucking microphone. I don't even want to do it today. I don't even want to do the podcast today. Shut it off. Shut up. So the podcast is like, yeah, it's fucking frustrating, dude. No, this is fucking retarded, dude. It's. I love you so much. It's so good. It's so good. The calmest. Chris is the Zen guy on the podcast. So hard, dude. As soon as that red button goes up, um, continue though. Oh, okay. So it's Andy's brother's house. So he got the couch. And then uh, Amos with his girl is like parallel to the couch with her, and then I got stuck at like basically their heads of the bed kind of thing. Like, yeah, so they're parallel lines right here, and I'm like a oh, line going like this. Oh, like, so it's like picture an equal sign, and then after the equal sign, there's a, a capital I. There's an Adney. <laughs> capital Adney. <laughs> there's a capital Adney. And I was like, so we had sex, and of course we had like those shitty. Um, Planned Parenthood condoms, like the Durax oh, ones. That, oh, the that colorful are ones, the rainbow yeah. ones, like, like they're trying to kill the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but we had sex, and then afterwards, like they went out and smoked, and it was like, wait, what do you mean you had sex? That's no, your continue. You just had here's sex. The, here's the thing. Was, like, it was so boring. It? it was like, like, okay, I know I'm gonna come really fast. It's my first time. I've seen movies. That guy comes quick. His first time. I was like, I'm gonna prepare. So I just like double I, like, condom <laughs> sucked on her titties for a good like 10 minutes and it went down on her for like 45 minutes wow that's dedication <laughs> I'm just kidding oh. <laughs> she would like that she'd be smitten with that she would date she... that <laughs> that's super oh, bad oh shit but um yeah I just I, I did actually go down her for a while and then I was like I think is that is she is she done? I don't know. <laughs> so did she like moan or anything when yeah, you were she down was on her? Moaning. She was getting down because we were all drunk. She was having a great time. <laughs> so you knew you telling me was, she didn't tell me, but she I, she was having a great I time. Heard. You I, knew, you knew how to pussy eat pussy right yeah, out of the gate. I didn't. I just oh. acted like I was making because that would have been a skill, right? Maybe that is the key. Um, I just Fuck. Like, like it's way 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 different now. But like at the time, I was just like, just pretend you're making out with it. That shit do <laughs> something because I thought like, hey, if somebody was like just making out with my dick, that would probably feel good. So I'm gonna do that to her vagina. So yeah, it's probably I'm, horrible. I used to think it was like Anyways. ABC. Like honestly, no joke. I, when I would make out, like my first time making out, I thought I would spell letters. Like try to. Sh- I've heard draw, that actually works. Draw though. letters like with what? my eyes with your... like a, uh, for the A and like, dude. I was I didn't really know how to make out at all. I was scared. And the first couple yeah, girls I made out, dude, with me, I, I was like, suck that on that sucked. thing. I'm like out. a fucking suction color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all done weird, dumb shit, but I actually had sex. I actually lasted a little while because I was drunk, because the condom was shitty. Nice. So I lasted, like, now if I go have sex with Dez, it's happening in three pumps. It's done. 
<laughs> if she's if she's lucky, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, it has to be a fucking. Do you at least get the raw dog before the podcast? No raw dog. It has to be an animal. Oh, I go raw dog. Come on, I'm that's why it's three pumps. So so non raw dog, non raw dog, not raw dog, like five pumps. I don't know, dude. I'll go five pumps if it's our if it's our anniversary or something. <laughs> I'll think about baseball for two pumps. Uh, Same the fucking. Funny, uh, the, I think what my favorite thing about this my virginity story is those two guys, Amos and Andy, are now married. To, oh, uh, they not, both, not like, to each other. To those girls. <laughs> Stop to those same that girls. No, oh. the, the relationships ended oh. bad. Oh my yeah, boy. they're bad but, relationships. Um, for Andy, I was his best man. And it was, was actually really nice. It was really it was a great wedding. But, uh, yeah, he has a kid now. And um, Amos is about to be. And we had, he got his bachelor <gasps> party the other day. I know who Amos and is. I'm so fucking, excited. It oh. was fucking, like, it was f- so much fun. But there was some guy there that was such a fucking little bitch about something. It was so, okay, so. We, I gotta tell the story. Chris wasn't even invited to no the names, bachelor no party names. just for a preface I got a vent at to this story. I wasn't even invited, and I fucking host a fucking podcast with the these guy. motherfuckers. Bullshit. We told you I've to met, met him at the multiple bar. fucking times. You once. didn't hit me up met until like 10 o'clock. He said, meet at the bar. Okay, meet at the strip club. We said those things. Yeah, at the strip he club. He said those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't even on my phone, but he said those things. All right, go ahead. So you fucked up. Whatever, fuck Homeboy. Anyways, all drinking. All right, we're gonna go to the strip club. I'll go to one, and... This one guy, um, we'll call him. What should we call him? Mitch. What was the the uh, Mitchell? What's the one dude from Good, Bad, and the Ugly? The fat dude. I don't remember. The fat Mexican dude. Oh, that's what I wanted to call him. <laughs> so bad. Call him, call him Bob, like in fucking Hateful Eight. I think his name is Tuco. No, there you go. There's like a breaking Bob bed. from Hateful Eight, the Mexican. Bob the Mexican. Bob the Mexican. <laughs> okay, so Bob the Mexican. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Like okay, so we're all we're all having a good time. His name is Robert too. (laughs) I like that guy. I liked him, and everything. I like the Mexican guy. I was like, hey, we're both Mexicans. We're the only ones here. This is fun. Mexicans (laughs) unite. He's like, (laughs) we get to the we're at the the ship club, and he's like Mexican. He's a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm mad at him. Yeah, I was thinking he was Salvadorian. He was piece of shit. <laughs> no, dude, he wasn't. He wasn't. But he's like Puerto He wasn't. Dude. But whatever. It's funny. Brazilian. <laughs> ruining the story. <laughs> the second comedy is Mexican. Anyways, we're at the first strip club. He's all. He's like drunk. He's like, I've never been to a strip club. I don't know what to do. I was like, wow. dude, do what I do. Go to the stage. How old is this? Drop guy? down like older than us, I think. I don't know. Maybe same age. Ma- yeah, around, around our same age. But he's. I was like, just go to the stage, dude. Songs when the song when you hear a song start, go to the stage. Put two dollars down. Enjoy the song. She comes close to you. Give her more dollars. Keep giving her. Like, don't be a dick and be like, those assholes are like, oh, I'm gonna get that dollar back. Oh no, she Wait, gotta you've seen that. Like, those assholes are like, they gotta earn it. They gotta earn. It. It's like, no, she's only gonna earn it if she sees you got money and you're willing to spend it. So don't be a douche. That girl works hard. Okay, these are athletes. Have you, you seen the shit they come Dude, I've seen some shit. Incredible. You get to see titties. For a double cheeseburger at McDonald's, like that, exactly. it, to me, it's is amazing. Much. That's I mean, amazing. Cover charge, but okay, cover charge. If you if you know someone, which we do, which don't. We know, no, shout I'm not gonna name names. Don't. Shout out, shout to, out to the ones that work at some uh, wild orchid areas. Don't. Some, uh, you already named them. Hey, fuck. I didn't name any names. You named a corporation. <laughs> oh wow, there's three strip clubs in town. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I know right. someone at fucking men's club too, guys. <laughs> okay, let me finish. Fantasy girls, you pieces of shit. I was like, dude, I was like, just do that. I was like, just do that, and you're fine. So just keep putting those. Keep you gotta spend some money, dude. Don't be a dick. I was like, he's like, I was like, if you want a lap dance, dude, all you gotta do is look at her, and just kind of 
raise your hand up. Like, like, like you're ordering a check in a restaurant, just... That's all you gotta do. No, fuck because that. Like looking, you're a kid in the classroom, your hand goes. They're looking. <laughs> they're trying to make money off your stupid drunk guy, dumb head. So that's all you gotta do. And uh, he's like, kind of. He's like, oh, I kind of get it. You know, you go to the next strip club, and we're all like, we all paid a. Paul put money together to get our friend Amos on stage, so he, so like oh, they can like the hit, slap him and I shit in the face, words. and like just it'd be thought it'd be funny. So we do that, and we're all sitting like all oh, laughing, like oh, like all oh, laughing, and he's like sitting next to me, and he just keeps asking me over and over and over again, "How do I get a girl over here?" I was like, "I told you, like this." You look at him, and I you get a girl say, over here. "What's your deal?" Like I told him like three times, and he's all, "I was like, dude, I just told you." Yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna start. To I get got ears. I was like, "I just told you, dude." Like, yeah, I try to, like, and then, like, I try to, like, grab our friend and, like, hold him down. So, like, the strippers can, like, hit him with a belt on his back, like, like, Passion of the Christ. <laughs> just like, yeah, let's get this. And he kept in my face, and, like, and then he said something about, uh, he's training in a, in, uh, should I even say what he was training for? He's training to be a police... Yeah, yeah, we, it's kind of part of the thing. But anyway, he said he was training for to be in the law enforcement. And I was like, okay. And then uh, and then he's like, how do I get girls? I'm like, hey, like this. And I'm just like, what the... Like, dude, leave me alone. Like, how many fucking times do I need to tell you and the same he, fucking like, thing? And then, like, a while, then he got all, like, mad dog to himself. And then we're all like, all right, let's leave. Let's leave. We're leaving. We're leaving. We're going to leave. I had get to Get back home. in the party bus, because there then, was a party bus there. Yeah, oh, you guys had, had a party bus? bus. That's we're all getting away, so right fun. And we're all trying to leave. And actually stopped drinking at that point, and I understand that when you're sober and someone else is drunk, they're 30 times more annoying, and you also owe them leeway. Because they're drunk, you've been that person too. And I, and I gave both this stay, guy... I and I both were sober. At like, that point, I already gave me. this guy leeway, and then he's like complaining to Steve. He's all, this dude in the in the red, because I have a red suit that I wear, and he's all, the dude in the red was just disrespecting me. What? He's like, oh, what? we got problems, He didn't, he didn't he's realize. All, he's all, I told him, I, all, I, told him I, was, I was trying to be in, in like law enforcement. I felt he's disrespecting me. Cause, and he said that over and over again to Stevie. Stevie like grabbed me and he's all, you don't understand. He's, I, I, can you explain to him? Like, this is not a problem. Like, Stevie's trying to calm this guy down. And I'm like, Oh, so he like grabs you? Like, it's, no, no, no. It's, I Stevie, grabbed, Stevie I grabbed, grabbed Adney. Adney. Grabs Adney, right? He didn't know that that's my brother. Like, he didn't know. And that, Stevie's he, trying to explain that to him. He's like, no, there's not a problem here. Like, I don't know what you're tripping about. And then he told me and I was like. What are you talking about? He's all, you did this, and you, I thought you, you dirty, gave me a dirty look. I was like, I didn't give you a dirty look because you're in law enforcement. Dude, This this you can't just flip out over some imagined slight. Okay, I'm telling you what happened. There was no disrespect there. Let's go. And he's like, oh, whatever, whatever. And then it's like Stevie like explained to him more and more. Like, he's not the guy to try and start fights. We're oh, just that's just going to egg him on. You shouldn't have said that. At, and he doesn't like, realize that. We're just here. Fighter. <laughs> we're, we're all just here to hang out and everything. And he's like, okay. Then he like goes and he shakes my hands. Like, okay, we're cool. Whatever. We shook hands. And we go and we wait oh, outside. You squeeze his hand too hard, bro. And for like 30 minutes extra, we're at the same club. And he's still going on about, oh, I just feel like he disrespected me. Just feel like he's talking to every other guy there. Who All these other guys are my friends. Like, I've known them longer than he has. They all know me. They know I'm not a douche who would just do that. And so we're just like, Ugh, whatever, trying to ignore him. They're all drunk, so they're not as annoyed, but they're annoyed. And he just keeps going on and on. And like we all think it's something. He brings it up to me again. I'm like, what are you talking about? We settled that. It's already squashed. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. Shakes my hand again. A few minutes later, he starts up again. I don't know. It's just, uh, just felt like you disrespect me. I was like, dude, we dropped. I was like, dude, you see? Come on, man. I started, I was like smiling. I was like, come on, man, trying to be friendly. Well, this is the 
this is the this is the fucking stag party, and you're gonna be a dick. Like I'm not about to fight a guy that drunk, because then you're the asshole. You're picking on a child, basically. Someone yeah. who's drunk like that, and you're sober. I'm like, dude, you need to calm down. Like, just stop. We settled it. We settled it. And he kept bringing it up to fucking everyone. And my problem with that is like, okay, like you've said several fucking times, you're trying to be in law enforcement. Is that the kind of person we want to be in law enforcement? <laughs> the kind of guy who's going to think at some – like not have evidence but kind of assume someone might be disrespecting him because he's training – because he's – because of law enforcement who is getting a little disrespected and his reaction is to flip out and then – the flip out's bad enough. But for when someone squashes it over and over again and you keep bringing it up and you keep egging it on and you keep trying to make it a problem – that's how kids get shot when they're unarmed <laughs> holding an apple. Like, like that's how that kind of shit happens. He had a grenade. Those... Remember, that guy's the cop that's shooting you even if you don't have a gun or an apple. Yeah, you, that's I the cop threatened. that's shooting you when you both of your shoot. hands are up and you're like, I am coming out, officer. And he's like, oh, what's that in your ear, bro? Pow! And he shoots you because you got a cigarette yeah, in your ear. Yeah, when you ask a cop, when you like, ask, okay, 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 I'll go, but what am I being arrested for? The one to be like, oh, he's disrespecting me. Are you resisting arrest? No, I'm not resisting arrest. I'm just asking, oh, he's resisting arrest. Bam! That's the one that forgets to read your your Miranda rights, and then you try to tell them in court, and they say, no, it didn't happen. Well, actually, that's not even a a movie trope. That's not a real thing. Oh, it's a movie trope. They don't have to to read your Miranda rights. Oh, the movies (laughs) fucked me so royally, (laughs) so hard. That's a lie. (laughs) Just like the whole prostitution thing, they don't have to tell you. If you ask a cop, or or if you have a prostitute, are you a cop? They don't have to answer you yes or fucking no. That is, like that's not, every that's not drug a rule. sting would end like that. <laughs> that's not a fucking rule. That's a dumb made up. It's not a thing. So yeah. So back to virginity stories. Um, Chris, yeah. do you want to share yours? Yeah, thanks, Stevie. We kind of went off the. No, no, there. we sidebarred. We sidebarred. <laughs> no, it was a sidebar. It was a good sidebar. Are, the sidebars are the best thing about the podcast. People dig the sidebars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, Chris. But, uh, powerful Chris Smith. Me. Powerful Chris. <laughs> My virginity story is pretty cool, just because of. What happened before I lost my virginity? So I was in a relationship for probably about six months, I want to say. And this is a high school relationship. I'm a sophomore, so a I'm sophomore, like 15. So yeah, I sucked, man. You said, how old were you guys again? I was 14. He 14. was 13. 14. No, 14. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just turned 14. Was it was a he month. was in eighth grade, though. It was a month. I was in eighth freshman. grade. It was a month after my four, uh, thirteen or my 14th birthday. One month. In, yeah. cri- it was like It was my freshman, not my freshman summer. It was like... End of freshman year, going into my sophomore year, but the it was summer? at the Super Bowl, so oh. it was in February. So I wasn't even. So I was in the end year of my freshman year. I'm pretty sure, or sophomore, it doesn't matter. So, anyways, I was in this relationship for about six or seven months with this girl, and I thought that I was in love, and we thought that we were in love, and all that stuff, and like it was all good and gravy for like three months or so, and then like month four happens, and I'm fucking 15, I want to fuck, it's time to fuck, like, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like it's fine. Hey, listen, we need to talk, and, and first it's of time all, to why, fuck. how are you, how are you not horny, why, why are you not doing yeah. the same thing, you know, if, if like, you don't want to have sex with I'm, right I'm now, I'm sitting there finger blasting her, you, you know, you need to be with someone you want to have sex with, mm-hmm. so I can be with someone who will have sex with me, we maybe she didn't want to be with me. Maybe that's where it really boils yeah, down maybe to. Yeah, maybe the chemicals were wrong, yeah. and uh, it goes back to attraction. Yeah, maybe once her chemicals started firing, she's like, oh, Your genetics shit. weren't diverse enough yeah. for her. Yeah, maybe. But they were too close to her. Yeah. You know? So, 
I was dating this girl for so fucking long. And so four months comes around, and by this time, I had finally worked my way up, and we're finger blasting. She's like giving me casual handies, but never like a finished <laughs> hand job, you know? Wait, wait, she. Wait, and wait, wait, handies wait, wait. always wait, suck in Wait, she didn't finish? No. Did she? She didn't let you finish? No, ever. That's not, not a hand job, Not once. No, that's that's not a tease. Once. That's all that is. That's fucking criminal. Not once. That is a tease. fucking brutal. And I finger blasted. I, bet, I, bet I even you, ate her cooch a couple times. Dude, I bet sure. you a million dollars that like later on in life she became one of those girls that if she didn't finish, she made the guy feel like such a worthless piece of shit. Probably. And it was all his fault that she didn't finish, even though she wouldn't finish. Dude, I don't even dude, know her that's anymore. Like a girl like, saying she deleted me off of everything. You don't need to know a person like that. You don't need that in your life. That's like a girl making you dinner, and right before she plates it, she throws everything in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie just nodded oh and then God. walked away <laughs> with my... such earnest purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> So I let it go for another month because I was just stoked to finally be finger blasting and, and eating and like right on. Like I have finally graduated to I at least the pussy. Like at least I know what like. it smells like, what it feels like, what it looks like. Like cool. So now the next step. So month five comes around and I'm, I keep pushing her towards it. Like come on, come on. Let's fuck, let's fuck. She's like no, no we're not going to do it yet. Not, you she take on a romantic a date. You she didn't have a reason. Okay, well I'm 15. I'm not going to take this bitch on a date. I'm I mean sorry. I was 14. I took my virginity take on a romantic date I just told you about it so I did it good for you I guess I'm not that good of a person <laughs> kudos to you I didn't have anybody be like hey player this is what you should do it was all on my own like I didn't have this community like you had of bros like at this point it was me and Fitz that's what I was living with because at this point my aunt kicked my ass out. She's like, I'm fucking sick of you. You don't take out the trash. You don't make your fucking shit. So I got fucking... <laughs> you don't make your bed. <laughs> yeah. I got fucking kicked out of my fucking house that I was you at. You don't pick up your blocks. And you know who fucking picked me enough. up? You know who fucking picked me up? Josh's fucking mom. I love Sue. And I will name drop her all fucking day. Sue Barrington is one of the most beautiful Never people that I ever fucking know. Josh's mom is completely amazing. And I still, to this day, I love her for it. And she took me in. My aunt was like, I'm fucking done with you. My other aunt, I went and I lived with my other aunt. <laughs> she was like, after about five months, nah, deuces, I'm done with you. And both of my aunts then went and they're like, we need to go find this fool's dad. Because we can't handle this motherfucker. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I live with Fitz finally. <laughs> so I'm living with Fitz. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was a <laughs> shitty fucking person when I was younger, man. <laughs> they went on a manhunt just to get no, you away. No, they did because my dad went on this fucking crazy drug addict binge, that, no, man. That's like... <laughs> they straight hired like a professional like investigator, like a PI. And, and the PI camped him out for like a week, I think it was. And then they finally like intervention. No, him. that's like Ray and Finn from Star Wars going on their manhunt to find Luke Skywalker. <laughs> you're the only one that can solve this problem. That's why you're fucking going off so much right now because of the fucking parallel it's making to it's you. It's to everything. To every fucking movie. <laughs> You know J.J. No, Abrams about to direct no, your virginity story, dude. No, no, <laughs> no, that's that's Rambo two for like, that, that's that's we can't beat the Viet Cong. We need Rambo. Get you, get me John Rambo. <laughs> that's that's Carl Weathers going oh, out to find Arnold Schwarzenegger to take on the Predator. Yeah, that is every movie. They were they were over it, dude. They were definitely over the it. The T1000s coming. We need to program our own Arnold Schwarzenegger. Apparently, I sucked. 
<laughs> they went on a journey. Yeah. They did to too. solve the problem. They with even Chris. hired someone. They're like, we gotta hire someone to find this. Like fool. I said, like I said, powerful Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, anyways, month five or whatever, month six now, and at one point we were in the back of my buddy Tim. I'm gonna name drop Tim because Tim thinks it's funny and he's gonna know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So, anyways, we're in the back of the Forerunner, and we're like doing like, cause we're in high school at the time, so you know how like Fridays, Saturdays, and stuff you go on like you cruise. In our town, because uh, we, we grew up in a really small town, it was like a really cool thing to cruise Main cruising Street. Cruising down the street in my right, phone. yeah. So you would cruise Main Street. <laughs> so Tim's cruising Main Street, and he's got someone with him. I can't remember if it's a girl or a guy, but he's got a passenger. <laughs> Listeners, I, I did laugh at that, but I had something. I had beer in my mouth, so I couldn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Four by four something. Sorry, so we're in the back of the fucking forerunner, <laughs> and Tim's driving down Main Street, and then me and this girl get in the back back of a forerunner. So a forerunner has like the regular seats, of course. It's got the passenger driver, and then a back seat. Well, it like has like it's an SUV, so it has that whole back area, so you yeah. can lay down. So me and her are in the back area, and I'm fucking finger blasting. Well, Tim goes and he parks at this place. It's called Goodyear. And that's where, like, so you'll cruise up and down Main Street a couple times, but everybody eventually meets up at Goodyear, and you kind of all hang out. So we're all at Goodyear, and I'm fucking finger-blasting this bitch. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's why she didn't want to have sex, because you were finger-blasting like that. <laughs> Maybe you were, you were Ayukin uppercutting the I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and she also didn't let me know what the fuck I was doing. Shout out to the ladies. You need to know. You need to let your man know. Constructive criticism, you got to let your man know what you want. It's not like, oh, you're doing that wrong. If you don't let him know, then he's not going to know and he's just gonna keep doing the same fucking shit yeah. if you want you a specific thing done just tell him guys assume Don't, they're good because yeah. you fucking lie every vagina just is different fucking so you tell gotta him. tell your preferences you gotta tell him you gotta tell him if it's not working finger inside, but you love everything else play. about this if you person like the dick to be angled like he's fucking you on the left side Tell him, and he will fuck you on the left side nipple yeah. stimulate like what do you what do you like baby you gotta tell him you gotta tell him Continue. So Sorry. it was funny though because everybody around us eventually started like, oh, because the entire forerunner's rocking, you know. Ugh. And it's probably and so smells people, like an are, people are thinking Chris is railing, right? I'm getting laid, right? And I was just finger banging, right? <laughs> and so I get to school the next day, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, what is going Lost on? Right in the <laughs> Dude, you fucking were slamming in the forerunner, yeah, bro. And I was like, no, I didn't. And like, what do you mean? And I was like, I didn't have sex. And they're like, what? And I was like, no. And like, what the fuck were you doing? And I was like, dry humping for the most part, and then finger blasting. Like, and they're like. Like, <laughs> you are one you pathetic loser. I was like, dude, no, I was trying so hard, and every time I would like try and be like, come on, just let me do it, just let me do it. She's like, no, and I can't remember like the exact excuses. All I remember is she kept saying no, and I can't remember exactly why. So I went through this fucking thing for like six months, constant blue balls, constant handies with no finish, no blowjobs, no fucking count? nothing. It's all just me being a fucking stimulant, like constantly wanting to fucking go. So I break up with her. I was like, fuck this. I'm fucking done. Like, I can't fucking, like, I'm, I'm really done. Frustrated. I couldn't fucking. Six yeah, months of blue balls, dude. Yeah. yeah you're know, a champ. Here's no, the thing. Here's you're the thing. a champ for yeah, doing dude. that. <laughs> I give props to you, man. Yeah, you lasted it. six months. We're going to make you a medal. <laughs> We're going to make you a medal. Leo has nothing. Leo's got nothing <laughs> on the Oscar <laughs> compared to Chris. You didn't get no Oscar? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> 
Hey, you still loved? Her? You still loved oh after six gosh. months of just hand jobs, dry, dry hand jobs with no finish? No you're, finish. Dude, you're my dude. idol. We're gonna make a movie about you. No That's not finish. fair. Like, cause I know a lot of girls would be like, "Wow, really? Broke up with her just because she wouldn't fuck you? That's really immature of you." I remember getting that a lot when I was a kid, and it's like, well, you don't understand what happens when a guy doesn't come ever. Like, you that's go a insane. Oh, yeah, you'll know about mine. Problem. Mine's that's a perfect thing. example. That's the thing is girls, if they don't have sex or, you know, masturbate for a while, they get irritable too. Yeah. You guys get irritable. You get mad about all kinds of stuff. You all, everyone's had that one, like, female boss who was just super bitchy and then she got some oh and then she's a sweetheart you get a raise the next day because she got a raise you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it's the same with guys but even worse because we're fucking animals yeah. see just, we can come yeah. easy but that's why most women that i like a lot of i'm not saying most women, so yeah, so a lot of women are bitches because the they don't stroke. get to come like at least with us three like i have been told from somebody who listened in like the fact that we said we are the type of guys that will go after eating the pussy first or anything like that we want to pleasure the girl first to make sure we want to make that's sure because done. I yeah. come because I come in a couple minutes <laughs> that's, that's the only reason yeah. the only reason we're gentlemen we're like wow you're a gentleman you want to c- get out to me first no I just want to make sure you're satisfied so I can come quick and go right. to bed right yeah <laughs> like, like that. yeah because eat, like is the the strain on your tongue is a lot and your fingers is a lot less than the strain of moving your whole body to get shit done lifting her up fucking holding her hair back spanking her tying her together like those ropes get so exhausting <laughs> and, and and ridiculous the the uh, the shit talking and the embarrassment on the tongue is way less than the shit talking embarrassment on your dick mm-hmm. so that is a good thing yeah. it's like he couldn't eat my pussy that well it's like okay but I fucked you pretty well right so in the end it's like you gotta you gotta get good at one thing it's like there has to be leeway. You have to yeah. you get one get good at one thing. So and like, me girls don't even practice. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. We should teach girls how to give blowjobs. That's what I just wait. Thought teach of. them or just guide them? Because we'll, we'll I them. <laughs> just like, like <laughs> I can't. I don't have too much experience, Chris. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Chris fucked up. <laughs> oh shit. We gotta get to that in a different podcast. That's funny. Though. Okay, so anyways, um, I broke we'll up. Cover blowjobs and hole. I probably I, we were dating for like six months, and when I, we broke up, it was seriously like the day before the weekend of the Super Bowl, and because of where I was living, they throw a big old Super Bowl party. Well, Sue is such an awesome human fucking being that she was like you guys can invite people over and it'll be like a like a parent and kid type of type of thing and i was like that's fucking that's so cool well what wound up happening was more kids came than adults so the adults wound up going to the room to watch the game whereas the kids were in like the living room and the rest of the house kind of just being all wild not really even paying attention to the game well there was this girl there and i don't care i'll name drop because me and her what she looked like how about that um, no, I'm really bad at giving descriptions. Okay, five, seven, she had, <laughs> like, a, like, a mole on her nose, reddish brown hair, uh, she was pretty, uh, she wore a lot of makeup, flat ass, humongous tits, like, what about their hips? She big old tips. Nah, it's kind of no like hips. bored. No hips. Yeah, it's kind of boredy, no unfortunately. So, but. like, from the waist up was good. But let's remember... Chris was just in six months of blue balls, so Chris think of fuck that bitch could have been as big as Melissa McCarthy. We've already gone over this, and Chris would have been like, ah, oh, 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 like a fucking I'm, rabbit on her. What's still up, Melissa McCarthy? I'm, I'm not big. She's really funny. She's I like, hilarious. Okay, she can I'm big Melissa she McCarthy, can, but she not can her body make me type. Make laugh to get into her. Like, dude, I'll be. Like, no, men, women are like, oh, you won me over. <laughs> you can so, win me over with fun. With so we're at this fucking party, and we're all fucking sixteen and fifteen, and fucking shits flowing, and there's girls and boys, so. 
well, there's this girl there. And she's like, I've had a crush on you the whole time you were dating this person. I was like, oh, oh. All this good woo, stuff. Like, Chris I was like, like you want some alcohol? And I was like, had the booze. And like, <laughs> oh, remember, Chris is a jock at the time. Like, I play football nonstop. Like, I played football since I was seven years old. So, uh, the Super Bowl's on, bitch? Hold on. I was just putting my hand yeah, yeah. up to her for, like, the You're first off. half. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, whatever. Chris is whatever. playing hard to get, dude. See, <laughs> Chris didn't know he was doing that, but that's exactly what was happening. So I kept pushing her away. And she's like, oh, okay. And she'd go to her friends and be like, oh, now this is her. a battle. Like, I need to get him. I'm going to uh, get him, you know? You and realize, I, I didn't wait, know. she wants what to what? Yeah. I she wants know. to do what? Right. And, and so her. she knew how to get it. She was like, we can fuck if you stop watching the Super Bowl. And I said, okay. And I just got up. And she was like, boom. And she grabbed oh my, my hand. Oh, my God. Instantly, like you were like, okay, boss, whatever. Dude. Like, she knew what she wanted. I got to give her props, too. Like a boss. She's like, fuck yep, yeah. I got you. We're going to this to room right fucking here. She, boom. Did she know you were a virgin? She knew you were a virgin. I told her. We're sitting there. I'm laying down. We're making out all this good stuff. I was like, I'm a virgin. I'm She's like, that. I know. And I was like, all right, cool. And she was like, let me do all the work. <laughs> I was like, all right, Let cool. you do all the work? Yeah. What a saint. Yeah, I was like, right, cool. That is, oh, my, I bet that's the first time you've ever dealt with that. You're Dude, 20, no, what, 27? You've been doing the work ever since. No, I, think, I think what you're saying is this was the best experience until the escort. Is that what you're trying to say? No. <laughs> Close, but no. Um, you were because what's crazy about the you whole story pampered, is though. at the end of it, okay, there's a, there's another like a twist or whatever. But so, so we're in there, and she puts my condom on, and then we start going to town. And then she's riding me, and I'm like, this is pretty sweet. I <laughs> honestly so thought it was gonna feel a little better. I honestly like, and then I'm sitting here thinking that, and I was like, why am I think what is go? I'm having se- no, I'm having <laughs> this sex. whole sex thing's overrated. I'm fucking having sex. Fuck this. And so I fucking turn her around or whatever. <laughs> minute 30 and you almost fucking dropped the I turn mic. around or whatever and I start going to town so how far are we 20 minutes, two minutes 20, minute 20 minutes winds up going by and then I come or whatever and it's all good and Danny she goes out and by this time the entire party knows what just went down the entire party knows that I was dating the other girl for six months prior hand so we're in a small community that shit spread like wildfire before I was even out of the fucking door. <laughs> before I got you even a text. came. <laughs> yeah, I got a text from uh, that girl. <laughs> I'm about to say her name. Such I thought her name was Holly or something. No, like, no way. Hi. So I had a pink razor at the time too. It was my first fucking phone. It was a pink razor. I flip up the razor and it's a text from her and it's like, Classic. I heard you just had sex. And I was like, wait, what? wait. During sex or after? Like this is No, it was right after. after. It was right after. I was literally like, <laughs> Coming out of the door, I had all my, I put all my clothes back on. I was coming out of the door. I was like getting high fives. She's standing yeah. outside of the um, door. She was. She no. was. First, she texted me and she was like, "I cannot believe what you just did." And I was like, "Whatever, bitch." And she was at the back fucking door. By the time I fucking oh. got out the back door, I can't believe you did this to me. But I was like, "We broke up." And she's like, "You only broke up with me because you wanted to have sex with that fucking slut and blah 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 blah." And I was just like. Damn, this is what sex is like? I don't know if I want to have sex anymore. <laughs> this kind of sucks. Like, can I just go back to watching the Super Bowl? Like, 
damn. Like, well, what the, the game's on. Can we finish this later? I was like, my Colts are playing, though. I get to my my team, and I got to listen to you sit here and bitch. And then I was like, no, fuck that. How many times did I finger blast you? How many times did I go down on you? How many times did I do all And then me and her. The whole me. neighborhood's like, dude, god damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a scene that at this point. <laughs> Everybody's watching, man. you know. Everybody had just seen Chris go get laid. Everyone shuts seen, off the Super Bowl. Oh, they were <laughs> the whole town is just standing there watching. It was better entertainment than the fucking Super Bowl. It was all announcements and shit. Well, Chris came out of left corner with the uh with the finger blasting thing. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. Lot. Yeah, Mitch. You know what? I, I think he's about, I think he's right with the uh, finger blasting thing. I think, he, I, think he's, I think he has he's the right point. He's going down the right roads, but he's not having a good game plan. But what I don't think it's delivery. Not the delivery play. is not he, what he needs it to be. He played too hard, too strong, too soon. That's what he did. He should have saved it for the end. He blew. He, he blew. His best place, best place in the first half. You, you gotta save your best place for the second half. That's how you win games. It's all about penetration. Penetration. You gotta get penetration. <laughs> so, what's funny about the story is that, well, I mean, it's all funny, but what for me? Because I, what I said, I was like, man, this does, is this how sex is supposed to feel? I had sex with her again a couple days later, and it felt the same. And I was like, man, man, that's, yeah. I was really indifferent about it. And so I honestly, to this day, I'm man. This is gonna sound bad, and I don't know, but I honestly feel like that girl's pussy was loose because the next person that I had sex Chris, with, she it was you. a completely different experience. It was, it like I felt that when I had sex with her, I didn't lose my virginity, and then the next girl, and I don't know why, I used a condom with the next girl and everything. Um, I wasn't really in love with the next girl or anything like that. It was the same type of situation. But I've never ran into that type of feeling while having sex again, ever. It's never been like a hot dog down a hallway. And Mine's that one was legitimately a hot dog down a hallway. Like, but that's, that's, that's crazy, though. I and I hate to you. say that because like, that's no, such a horrible rude, thing to say. But that's how I feel. That's, that was my feeling. That was what was going through my fucking brain. Well, you got to think. You were a sophomore. She knew what she was doing. She pulled you like, oh, oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna pull this guy in and take his. She was too. Yeah, I got the you know God. she probably got lying. She, she got pounced on. I mean, I gotta give props to all the girls out there who who like look at a guy, want him, and actually make an oh, effort. Dude, I, I still give it to her. Hey, and hey, I fuck her again right fucking now. She's had a couple kids since then. Everything. I would still have sex with her to this fucking day. <laughs> the reason me and Des are dating right now is because she went after me. Nice. She's in the back right now. Nice. Des, what's <laughs> up with your mama, though? Oh, my gosh. To our listeners, Des's mom is fine. Should we get a little bit of salsa dance? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, CV, let's hear yours. I got to pee. Oh, man, that is fucking <laughs> Let's hear yours. I'll go pee, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of have to wait for Chris. I will, I, will, I will definitely add in with the whole... Hot any girl that ever. goes... No, not the, not the hot dog. <laughs> it was kind of different because it was like... The hot dog never became Mine, the hot yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh my it was God. a Vienna sausage. Okay, Adney totally Quentin Tarantino'd my story. So oh, when, I'm sorry. When Ad- no, no, that's proper. You did fine. That's, that makes sorry. it funny. So listeners, before I tell my virginity story, the hot dog never became the hot dog. That's the last chapter. <laughs> we'll get back to okay? that in a minute. That's the last chapter. The hot dog never became the hot dog. Um, so my virginity story, it starts actually uh, my eighth grade year. So during eighth grade... Um, I, uh, Adney and I did, we were actually kind of popular in school, which was nice. We were always That's laughing, funny. We were insanely popular. We, yeah, it was cool. I, I like, <laughs> I mean, we, we were pretty popular in junior high. So everyone knew us. We were always making jokes. We, what we're doing now, we've been doing our whole lives. So, uh, what's it called? 
we just had a lot of friends. We'd, we'd be partying at, at young, like, we were 14, or... Yeah, we were already, like, we smoking 14. weed and, like, just drinking beer. Like, shitty, like, super gross beer, but it was beer. It's like, man, can you, like, I always think of the people that allowed us to party, like, at their house as kids. It's like, that's fucking disgusting now. You're an adult feeding into the vices of little kids... Because it was cool. It's like, those are the cool parents. The cool parents are the ones that allow you to party Yeah, the bad house. parents are always the coolest when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, there's a reason I'm saying that. Because this parent in general. So um, I'll get back to that. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that aspect. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. So the parent let us party at their house, which is fucking weird. But While she so, was there? Or no, no. So she was started it there, right? Single like, it's, it was like a big party at okay, like this it was a Christmas weird, party. But I'm going to say... Apartment? Yeah, it was an apartment. Kind of but a big one, though. What started out was, um, so I got I to give you some backstory, some backdrop to oh, the... Oh, uh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> so I haven't talked to this girl in fucking 22... Or no, 22. Uh, <laughs> I was what? four? No, I haven't talked to this girl in what? It's been 12 years? 12 years I've been sexually active, yeah. So uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen this girl in 12 years. She was a seventh grader, okay? Her name was Julie. I, no one knows her. I don't think anybody ever remembers her, so it doesn't really matter. Um, in eighth grade, I was four. I think it was like four eight, four nine. I'm a short guy in general, and I hit my growth spurt later on. But uh, she was maybe five five. Like she was uh, a lot bigger than me. Yeah, she was like a lot taller. She was like she was a skinny, but a lot taller than you. Yeah, yeah. She was super she was skinny. Younger, no tits. Yeah, she was in seventh grade. No tits. Now, don't bug me. No tits. No nothing. ass. Nothing. Oh no ass. I gotta say she though, was real a quick, stick figure. Uh, <laughs> like a board. Told, Stevie told us that she looked like Jessica Alba. What? And we didn't agree. So she looks like plankton. She was like plankton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, her face kind of looks like. I was trying to like, you know, kind of get some like. Brownie points with them. Come on, like, guys. Hey. Uh, please approve and think I'm cool. Right. You know? But I mean, we all do. I no, no. Well, what? yeah, of course. I'm not saying that he was the only one that ever did that. We all were that kid. We wanted approval from our friends and say... We, I still do. We have our friends like, you're so cool, man. I still do. We want that. We all do. Um, so what's weird about her... I'd see her every time I'd go uh, from each class to my locker and back to the class. She'd always be there. Like, always be near my locker. <laughs> I'd so always obvious. see her. And I find out later on that she literally was obsessed with me and stalkerish. She had a piece of paper with every single one of my classes on it. The times I left the class, times I head to my locker. What? She had my our grandfather's. I think our grandfather had a car phone at the time, and she had the car phone number. Like it was fucking Dude, very that is, stalkerish. That is Batman level prep work. You understand? Okay, that it's like in depth. I know his. Inside and out of his mind, I know what he went through as a kid. I know his weaknesses. Like I got, just got him. Yeah, she like knew down, family names. Like she was all about it, and she was and taller she, than me. Wasn't she like friends with your sister? Kind of like she talked to her at least. Sort got, of. I feel like she got a lot of information from your sister. Yeah, she was sort of friends with my sister, and but she was friends with my other friends. That's how we all ended up at the same party because we had friends that we lived with. Let's call them, you know. Andre and um, Omnia. I don't know, uh, but uh, Omnia. <laughs> but we had friends that lived in the apartments down the uh, next door to our grandfather's house. That's actually a good example of the uh, of the platonic relationship of like what's her name? Like we were like no one ever tried anything with her. She never tried anything with anyone else. Super just oh yeah, we're all just friends. Yeah, and that's why we're at that. Yeah. So um, 
That's at an early age, too. She was good friends of Adney and I, and they lived across the street. They were sisters, uh, and that's who's, like, a couple different friends at school. So I found out this girl had a crush on me. I, I didn't really want it. I wasn't about it. I was kind of crushing on more of, like... I don't know. I was smaller girls, maybe a little bit tits. <laughs> uh, not. I was like, and plus I didn't really know what I was doing yet. I think I had made out with one girl, but I still had no fucking idea what I was doing, and it was very, very embarrassing. So right after my birthday, eighth grade year. So this was December of eighth grade. We get invited. Adney, myself, and our friend. Uh, what's the one that's had of it? No. Well, oh, Andy was there. Andy, that's Amos and Andy that I told Amos you earlier. Amos and Andy, so Andy was there. That guy was there. For, yeah, he was there, and then our other friend. And another um, friend. I don't want to make him a name friend, but but these are just, we had our senior, our friends that were seniors, and then Adney and I are, or they were juniors. Adney and I are fucking in eighth grade. Yeah. But we get invited to like an eighth grade Christmas party, but it's like booze. Like there's like, people yeah. are getting Fucked yeah. up. And the this mom, is at the house. Yeah, single this parent is, mom the single, who okay, just like, like got vodka for people. Like the kids to share vodka. Like Wait, the mom's there? Yeah. She was there at the like, beginning. She left. Like, I don't know what happened to her. But, but this is the thing. I guess, of us. I guess it's understandable. It's like, okay, these kids are going to party anyway. I might as well give them a safe outlet to party at. Yeah, only if you're staying here. There's a difference though. Like, only if I'm yeah, watching you yeah. guys. There's a difference like, between that and like what that woman did. And I feel like I feel like if it was a if it was a guy with a daughter, that never would have happened. Like it's always the mom who's always like, "Oh, let her wear her little short shorts." That's a lie. I know a single father that we parted at. That we parted at all the time, and we fucked and did drugs and everything. We were like fourteen, <gasps> oh, yeah, sixteen, yeah, yeah. and dude, she Except, her she, her dad was a single father. Exception and every rule. We fucking partied. That's we the like, hardest. We were a lot older. Yeah, we were that. a year older. <laughs> <laughs> We matured a lot that year. Hey, yeah, once you have sex, you're older. You're like, so you, I'm a grown ass man. We're in high school now. This yeah. is serious. There's no junior. There's yeah, that. we were nice. But like, oh, I no, really do think like a lot of moms were like, oh, let her dance her funny little dances. Or let her shake her butt. Let her wear makeup. Let her wear those little outfits. It's cute. It's what the kids are doing. Next thing you know, that little girl's pregnant. She's like, oh my God, what happened? You, you, you happened. You, happened. <laughs> you introduced her to something too early. Another thing too early. Another thing too early. I think yeah. that's what... Um, so yeah, we all go over there. We're we're parting at this fucking apartment, and it's like, what the? It's you don't think about it when you're a kid, but it, now you now that you're an adult, you're it's like, it's gross. fucking weird. Like that's weird. That's gross. I remember that house smelling weird and not having a good time. Full of cats. <laughs> but uh, so I'm there with all the girlfriends that Adney and I had at the time, and then a bunch of our friends that were in high school, and that girl shows up, and I know she has this huge fucking crush on me, everything like that. And I don't think anything. I get a little drunk, and I'm like, ah, you don't, you know. I'm wait, like, wait, well, hold on. That girl shows up, and the first thing on your mind isn't like, I'm getting my virginity pop tonight. Nope. It's I'm gonna get wasted. Yeah. Word. Okay. Yeah. So I got drunk, and I didn't, then I didn't it think, was. I didn't I think anything of it. Her. No, no, no. I didn't think anything of it at all. Kind of like you got pulled in there, like yeah, Super but Bowl. I didn't I'm know she friends. was attracted to me or anything. Like, if I'd have known, I probably would have well, done I something. I was look. So that's I was nervous. I've never done anything before, so it's not like I'm gonna lose my virginity. I wasn't getting hand jobs and finger blasting bitches in the back of a forerunner, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't getting shit. Yeah, I, to be fair, he, he was, my he dick was only been touched by myself. I, I yeah. didn't know anything. I was nervous. Yeah, he, like, gotta remember, so it's he not like I'm all right, all right. Fuck, all right. And I want to further say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so I'm nervous. I, I, I mean, I'm drinking. I'm having a good time. 
I get pushed. Literally, I'm not even fucking joking. We're upstairs, and it's like, it's like one of those upstairs where you gotta go upstairs, turn left, and then turn right, and then go upstairs. It's like the double cross stairs. I get pushed into the bathroom by the girlfriends that live across the street, the friends of mine that are hanging out with her, and then she gets pushed into the bathroom. This girl is a foot taller than me, okay? <sighs> so we're locked easy, in the, we're easy. literally locked in the bathroom. Like what are you, wait, no, hold on. Bathroom's locked from the inside. Yes, but people are on the other side. Okay, Locking okay. it, and we're trying to get out everything, and I think she set that up, because I was like, well, what do you mean we can't get out? This is scary. This is like, <laughs> what do you mean we can't get out? She goes, we're not getting out of here. <laughs> Straight fucking Batman. You're man. mine. Um... <laughs> So I'm, I'm not really thinking... You're going anything. nowhere. <laughs> I got you for three whole minutes. Um, she's three Spider-Man. minutes of playtime. <laughs> she's Spider-Man the shit out of me, dude. But uh, So I sit on the countertop. Bone side. I sit on the countertop. Yeah, but what is that? That's Macho Man Randy Savage. Right? This is good. I sit That's on the countertop, reference. and she's sitting there like staring at me, like looking looking out, like trying to like feel the knob like she's playing with the knob like oh we can't get out kind of thing and she turns around and I just said fuck it and I went for it and I grabbed her by her waist and I started just making out of there and she just fucking starts getting down hard making out with me hell hard pushes then, you around right she's a bigger girl the door opens the door opens we get out of the fucking bathroom and she tells everyone oh, everyone that was in the bedroom get out like she told everyone get the fuck out this girl's in 7th grade like this girl is a slut she must have like had some daddy issues <laughs> Why does every girl that is sexually seventh promiscuous grade. have to have a horrible father? S- seventh grade. We don't make the rules, Chris. We just observe them. <laughs> yeah. Observe them. I think support, I, can, my I can give more examples than not to how that's untrue, and that we. I'll, okay, continue. I Save I, it for I another podcast, Chris. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be good. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get pulled in this bedroom. And I'm sitting there, or she pulls me down to the ground. I'm on top of her. I start making out there, making out there. She's she's doing all the work. She's like, take your pants off. And... <laughs> but she's taking them off, right? Like, yeah. Well, she's yeah. saying like, take your pants off. She's As she's unbutting them. She's taking hers off. <laughs> I didn't even know what like I'd never touched a vagina in my fucking life. Oh man. I didn't know what I was doing at oh, all. That's the worst. <laughs> What is this thing? <laughs> Whoa, this is like a mechanic. Oh, yeah, it goes in. It goes yeah. in. Okay. Dude, I, I, I had jacked off to like stills. I was I was masturbating. Don't get me wrong. I'm if, I've been masturbating since the womb. Dude, we, we, we had the pleasure of actually having to hide Playboys. I think we were the last generation. Yeah, we, we, were. We, we were the last to hide Playboys. That's crazy. Yeah. We're Stealing famous. Your, your parents' porno. Yeah, I totally the VHS. The VHSs, VHSs dude. dude. VHSs. We stole what? VHSs all the time. But, okay, back to my story. So I get pulled out on the ground, and she starts getting down on me. She pulls out my fucking dick, and she goes, oh, you, you know, have sex with me. She didn't say, fuck me, because no one talked like that back in the day. Uh, so she was like... Have, have intercourse on me. Yeah, so she's like, have sex with me. And I was so fucking nervous, my dick would not get hard. Hmm. I, and it wasn't because of alcohol. I was not that drunk at all. But you I was sobered so up at that kind of moment. Like, yeah, probably. Nervous, that much I was so scared. Yeah, I mean, like, you got I, it was like in, It was barely like, even yeah. a chub, dude. Yeah. And I'm trying to put it inside her, and, and this is no He's pushing rope. This is oh, no. 100% from two people. And I'll explain the person, the reasons why, but it's it did not smell great at all. <laughs> and that's another reason. But this girl, she's what? promiscuous. She did, doesn't You think that her herself. pussy literally stunk? Yeah, it literally We'll get started. to that. We'll get to the reason why I... This is me saying... And I didn't say this at all. I kept it to myself. Wow. Because I was thinking that 
I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that I had sex with a stinky pussy. I wasn't going after the fact that, damn, this girl stunk. I was going after the fact that I don't want to embarrass myself yeah, by having even... sex with a stinky pussy. Like, that was, that that's was crazy. My, that's, 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 that's the going level of through guys, your mind though. at your virginity because mine was the complete opposite. I That shit could have stunk and I was going to be I th- What I think is interesting already... is, like, you didn't think in that moment, I'm not going to say shit to stinky pussy because... That's a bad thing to say about a girl that really hurts feelings. She'll be marked with that for a long time. She'll be scarred. You, none of that went through your head. It was, I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be embarrassed. And that goes back to the attraction thing about how like a lot of guys, I remember in high school, say, I would never fuck a fat girl because they were afraid of people making fun of them. That kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah and so I was, I was just nervous in general. And then I was like, oh, no, maybe that's just how they smell. I didn't know. I never fingered a girl before. I was just like, oh, whatever. That's... Just probably how it is. Um, yeah. And then I try to stick it inside her, stick it inside her. She's like looking confused. And I'm like trying to reel it out a little bit. <laughs> I'm comp- like, I'm pretty soft. That's what we got at the beginning. The hot dog never wasn't flaccid. a hot dog. The hot dog wasn't a hot dog. Oh. It was a Vienna sausage. Never yeah. grew. <laughs> it was, dude. It was like, I was so nervous. Wait, the whole time? Yeah, man. I was super nervous. But... It was getting a little chubby, and I would not, I couldn't get hard. It just wasn't hard, and I was just nervous and fucking scared. I just don't know why. I, freaked out. I didn't even use a condom, so like it was. The That's not your virginity story. This is my virginity story. That's your story. failed attempt at virginity no. story. <laughs> <laughs> That's this other girl. I posted the virginity thing online, and she goes, "Wait, didn't I lose it to you?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah. like second. No, that's the virginity. That's the real Did P go in V. No, yes, this one P went in V. But it was flat. It didn't really go in. Just it, because it you don't come, it. Chris. No, it okay. touched it. Okay. It didn't actually like. No, it went inside. When it's flaccid, it was. It, it was never. Good. No, he it said was, it got. It got like half there. It was a half chub. It know? was a half it chub. Just, okay, just that's like saying you not coming. Half chub and you got it in there. You not coming is not a hand job story. You didn't get a hand job because you didn't finish. That's what Abby said. That means I didn't. That means that means no. But I think more and more apt description is <laughs> when a girl says, "Oh, I'm still a virgin. I because only I didn't fucked come. in the ass." Or I, yeah, or like <laughs> I get fucked in the ass, but I haven't had vaginal sex, so I'm still a virgin. I see. Or, or I yes, never. Or I'm still that's, a virgin. You, you still have a type of sex right. that involves a dick inside you. Or, All right. or oh, no 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 go ahead. Or yeah, I'm yeah. still you're a right, virgin you're right, you're because right. I didn't come. That's what no, a girl no, no, says. I'm not saying because a lot of girls come. out there are virgins. Yeah. I didn't say you didn't come. I didn't realize that you actually penetrated because no, the I story pen- made it seem like you didn't actually. I was just rubbing my penis. Yeah. So yeah. Because <laughs> when was, you have a flat, I've been in that situation where I've had a flaccid penis and I couldn't ever really get it in. It's kind of like just the tip, and you're like mushing it around trying <laughs> to get it in there. Like Never had they, that thanks for the thanks for the visual. You're not real men. Well, I think you have. To get visuals, it's an audio no, fucking I, that's the joke. It's, I, I like the visuals, <laughs> but yes, it got a little, it got chubby, didn't get hard, and I still put it inside. And it was still like, I'm my heart's racing, I'm fucking super nervous. Are you on and top? I at just this told point? her, I'm on, I've been on top the whole time. Okay. I she was underneath me, taking control, like trying to take off the pants and everything like that, grabbing your thighs, the back of your thighs. Like, you see pictures, grabbing. and you know that you need to be on top, like that's just like what you get. That's just kind of well, what you yeah, knew as a kid. Yeah. It was just like the missionary position. And then you watched the porn, so you like you at least had like an idea of where to start. And it wasn't this new school porn. It was the old school. Like you actually like watched the first like eight minutes of them, you know, doing whatever scene it was, and then they would get into yeah, it. And like yeah. everyone was still hairy and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. um, because your parents had seventies and eighties porn. <laughs> so 
we were in the middle of doing it, and it's been it was like an hour and like wow, fifteen minutes. An hour? No, no, but I was limp and like chub the whole time. You were chub the whole listen, time. Listen, listen, okay, I was I limp to... and chub, limp and chub, limp and chub. Okay, and she's not even. She doesn't seem like she's having a fun time. And I am not having a fun time because this is terrible. No one at that house is having a fun time. No. So then finally I was like, oh, I'm done. And I go and I was like, I'm going to take a shower. And I took a shower and I had to jack off. And not even joking, ask that. This, so blue balls, like, it's a myth, you know, blue balls. But no, no. My cum being, like, like, rubbing my dick on something, being so excited, but at the same time so scared. It was like that. It's like my fucking dick was backed up. My My balls were backed up. And I jacked off before plenty of times. So I jacked off, and I'm not even joking. I made fucking noises in that bathroom. <laughs> like, I turned on the shower, and I was showering. But, dude, I started... I Like, I showered at a random person's house because I'm like, I gotta come. This is fucking, you know, weird. And it felt like fucking needles. Not even joking. I swear yeah. to God, or science. He rubbed his um, dick wrong. <clears throat> no. It felt like needles when I came. No, it, it does. Like, it was, like, super so wait, have you painful. Had, have you had the same feeling? Because I've had the same feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have definitely so, experienced the I, blue balls. Even like, when you come, it doesn't fucking help. No, it hurts. It was hurting me. So I come out and I could barely fucking walk. I had to get a piggyback ride from our friend Andy. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> a piggyback ride. Oh, yeah. Dude, I had to get a piggyback ride to the bus. This is like 5 but in the morning. That. This is like 5 in the morning. So we go. I go downstairs, and I'm talking to the guys downstairs. What happened? She comes downstairs after me. Our friend at this point, like, I, like while they were like having their little escapade, me, Andy... And our uh, other friend... Jeremy. It's his real name. God <laughs> but damn it. He's not gonna, we haven't seen him in years. I was going to try to think of something funny. Fuck your fake names. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so three of us, we went to like the store to get Chaser. Mostly because we just wanted to get away from the other people that were in the house. We came back and uh, our boy Andy... It's like four in the morning. We're kids. Boy, yeah, we're dude, hanging out this sun, Sun's up and uh, Andy just passed it on the couch. Just passed just... <sighs> And then uh, me and Jeremy are just kind of still awake, like fucking annoyed, and then they come out. And then I come downstairs, I go talk to Adney and Jeremy, and our friend Annie on the couch, that girl, that girl Julie, goes downstairs, she lifts up his head, and she places it on her lap and sits down. And he smells it, and he goes right the fuck up, wakes up immediately. Whoa, what's going on? Like He goes, what the fuck is that smell? He didn't know what happened. He didn't know that a girl laid his... All he heard was, smell. What the fuck is that smell? And dude, her, like... You could see dude, her, her life face, being yeah. crushed. And you could see her future being destroyed in front of you. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's, dude, it's like, yeah, it, maybe it was like... By this time, it is like 5, 6 in the morning. So the sun's coming out. And I look at the guys and I'm like, it's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here. So time to me go. Me and Jeremy are dying. And I'm, dude, I'm barely <laughs> walking. Dude, I can't walk. I literally can't. We have to walk a couple blocks no, to the I bus stop. There, to the I bus stop. And I'm like, listen, guys. Listen, guys. I'm not even joking. Like, I'm fucking almost in tears. Like, I can't walk. So they gave me... Everyone gave me piggyback rides. And I'm a little guy. <laughs> so it was fine. <laughs> so it was easy. So piggyback yeah. rides all around. And then I remember we made it to the bus stop, went home. But then at school... I'm in eighth grade. At school after winter break, she came back, told everyone at school that I had a fucking hella small penis. Yeah. The, and I do have a hella small dick. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but, I mean, listeners. it was... Oh, dude. She told everybody. Hold on. Dakota, how do you feel about Stevie's penis? I think it's perfect. Dakota says perfect. Stevie's penis is adequate. Adequate. <laughs> like I said before. That's not what she said. Wildly but yes. mediocre. <laughs> Anyways. 
It's the job done. It's a dependable American made thing. You don't bet against three you never bet against three things. American steel Joe Lewis and Steve's dick. But yes, she told everyone, and you're in eighth grade. That like weighs on. Oh, man. dude, that weighs on an eighth oh, grade. That'd in eighth grade, brutal. Like, you're like, I gotta leave this state. I have to fucking get and out of here. But no, no, no. So that's like, it, it was super nerve wracking, and I still never told anybody at school that she had a stinky pussy. Never I told, told just because, anybody because he's a good person. Just now, he's a yeah. good person. Say what you were gonna say. Because what I was gonna say is like that's what's fucked up is that if you're that young. Everyone's like a teenager, and you get labeled, or really even through your twenties, if one person labels you as, like I said, small dick, or maybe a premature ejaculate, or just bad at sex, whatever that any negative sexual thing is, it could be ten years later, and uh, you'll talk to a new girl, and she'll be like, "Oh, well, I heard this. Really, a decade ago, I was bad at something. Oh, yeah. Really, you- I no improvement." I've had sex with 300 girls since then. I've had several long-term relationships, and no, but I'm bad. No, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 26, and you're going around telling your sisters I fuck at a sophomore level. (laughs) What if your mom finds out about this, huh? Are you you fucking serious right now? You can tell people. That's why. This why. This is my rule. This is a complete rule that I live by that I just made up just now. This rule goes: if I fucked you over four years ago. You're not allowed to say whether it was good or bad. You just have to keep your fucking mouth shut. Four years? Four years. I'd I'm down. Four years. Like, that's even. And if you want to say That's anything, a long time for improvement. Guess dude. what? If you want to say anything, I get a redo. <laughs> Everybody gets a redo. Everybody gets a redo. It's like Oprah. You get a redo. You get a redo. And you can... Everybody gets a redo. Yes. After four years, everybody gets a redo. That's my rule. And guess what? If you're married, I still get a redo. Well, no, but if, if I can't get a redo, then you keep your fucking mouth shut. Agreed. Simple as that. And this is why I say that every fat girl that I fuck with is phenomenal in bed. Because I don't need them getting a redo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not going to happen. They are the best sex that I've ever had. All the hot chicks out there that I fucked, you sucked in bed. To be fair, though, a lot of the big girls are better. ACDC sang about it at length. I'm going to agree with this. Best, yeah. best blow. I'm going to agree with this. Even Queen. Uh, yeah, fucking Queen. Freddie Mercury. He was gay, and he's still singing about them fat chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how you know they got some skills. Yeah. And, and they're the hungrier. They're hungrier. Like, not like you know. You know what I mean? Sex wise, not food. Not food wise. <laughs> they, they are hungry women. <laughs> they're trying to get that title. And that's like that's hard to do like a list of like my top five best blowjobs I've ever had. But four of them are gonna be bigger girls. They're all gonna give out twenty five. My number one's not a big girl. Like oh, nothing. dude. Yeah, I've only got two twenty fivers in my life. Don't don't even start well, with twenty fivers. Near it, like. 23 to 25. Yeah, yeah, Don't even say it's 25 What were you going to say, Chris? Um, what's funny about my the Virgin, uh, virginity story for me, how you said, like, oh, so then we came back to school. I didn't even really uh, get to mention that part. Like, I said that we had sex again. So we had sex at the Super Bowl, and then we had sex again a couple weeks later or whatever in another SUV, and it was one of my friends at a basketball games, and I hung the condom on his rearview mirror. Oh, that is awesome. That's pretty sweet, dude. But after this, I was over having sex with this girl. Like, I was like, okay, on to the next one. You know, I was trying to... Trying to... (laughs) We weren't doing a bit there? We should have been doing it. Is there not a bit there? Um, But, uh... So I go to the next one, 
and she straight starts telling everybody she's pregnant. So oh, I had, no. I'm 15. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, the first time I had ever oh, lost that's my opportunity. Like, I'm fucking tripping. Oh, and at this point, I think I'm going to be a fucking football star. Like, I'm not going to be able to play football. My life's over. I got to get a job at McDonald's. Like that cliche, typical shit that ran, runs through your brain. Every teen drama. Ran through, my, ran through my brain. I was like, what the fuck? fuck is going on and the next girl that i was so into and trying to get with was like one of her friends and so this whole entire thing and so i spent like a year and a half chasing that one and then i got her and i got her gotcha you chased the dream and you got the dream it It was like victory at last Yeah, it, it was, is rough. Like also, just like trying to have sex with the girl's friends who you, you've already had. Time yeah, with. and it wasn't intentional because that girl who who took my V card was out of left fucking field. Like I did not see that coming at all. Just like Stevie, but luckily for me, is I had six months of buildup and blue balls for me to have <laughs> this moment. So. I was able to get super rock hard, super fucking fast. And actually, I had because you're a dude, and it was my first time I had sex, and we're still all hanging out after all this had happened. I had to ask her. I was like, "So how was it?" Like I asked her, she was like, "Not that bad for a virgin." And I was like, "Right on, right." <laughs> That's on. pretty good to hear, dude. That's <laughs> great to hear. Thanks for boosting up my ego. Now, yeah. Like, now in the age of social media, girls could do these things in such a more public way. Like they oh, could say something yeah. bad about a guy. Or say something, you know, mediocre about a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that's kind of horrible. And people, it's weird. And they the way people use social media is mostly the douchiest thing you've ever, like, the subtle brag. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm just, like, just saying, like, oh, I'm so awesome, I did this, I did that. But the, the more subtle brags, like, I see this posted all the time of, like, studies show that smart people cuss more so what the fuck like just because you cuss more doesn't mean you're smart <laughs> you just don't have any vocabulary i'm wicked smart so you're, you're fucking up the cause of uh, these things are like the whole uh study shows smarter people have bad handwriting i have bad handwriting i'm not the i'm not fucking super smart that's bullshit i, I have horrible handwriting, handwriting. that doesn't mean i'm a fucking genius i'm not a genius that's stupid little kids have bad I handwriting they're the smartest sense. people on there's a the difference right between or, like intelligence hey, hey, and handicapped people have bad handwriting so maybe they're hella smart dude <laughs> there you go there you another go another one is like you know and retards out there being wicked smart another thing that really or like another one that's kind of just silly is when like just dummies use their podcast to talk about how good they are eating pussy. <laughs> you know? that, was, that was damn. Adney Stone would mad that was salt me. to our co-host right now. I don't know. Do you want me to get a fucking so talker on right now? Right I can bring. I can bring the chick on. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I also hate the, the <laughs> in our house. I hate that shit. afraid of the cold snow outside. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, yeah. about if you it. say I don't eat pussy, well, I'll put you out in the cold, <laughs> no, and I'll take like, your car keys. <laughs> what I really wanted to say, uh, that was just a me- that was just me messing with him. But what I wanted, like the people who say I don't trust nobody, I have a small circle. You see him post that oh, over and over again. That's what I was like, they do it, that's I do it like mention. three times a day. I got a small circle. I, I only trust a few people. You know, I only got a few people that I fuck with. I don't fuck with nobody. You know. I, oh, so you suck at oh, being so, a social yeah, person? Yeah, so, okay, like, so you're cooler than me because you don't have any friends? Yeah. Is that what you're, <laughs> yeah, that's you're saying? saying? That's exactly what like, they're oh, saying. Like, you say, you're saying you shouldn't, no one else. Hold on, the counter argument would be, well... This is my close circle, and I only fucks with you guys. You no, because you guys are my homies. That's bullshit. Because I homies. see that you fuck with others. Yeah, 
you have other friends. That's the thing. Everyone can have a best friend, but still have more friends they Acqua- care and about. And even acquaintances. And you have acquaintances do, outside of the spectrum of like, friends. You do favors for they do favors for you. That's what a friend is. Like someone you can just spend time with and get along with. And people who like they it's that subtle brag of they want the narrative they're trying to create for themselves on their social media is like I'm the lone wolf badass. Like I'm, I'm the rebel yeah. in the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm fucking James Dean, the rebel without a cause. Like I'm that guy. Like you got to be really, you got to try really hard to earn my trust because I'm just so amazing. But instead of saying I'm so fucking cool, blah blah, blah they try to do it in this what they think is a clever way. Or or like keep dropping. it real, keep it one hundred. Yeah, people think keep that it name dropping makes them seem cool, but like the, we can see through that. It's the same thing. I can see through the fact we all can that you're talking about you're such a small circle. You just don't have any friends and you're trying to tell everyone else you shouldn't trust anybody. You shouldn't trust people because they're just going to fuck you over. No. The people you decided to trust fucked you over because you you make bad decisions. You hang out with wrong people. You don't know how to judge character. That's your fault. So you base it. You base that. Dude, that's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) You base that off of your other new relationships. So that kind of fucks you for the rest of your life. Turns you into a sociopath. (laughs) Like we we all know like me and Stevie the whole how many times how much time that one's easy because we're family. But we have other friends like we said like Amos and Andy we've known for like 16 years. years. Yeah 16 years. Over 15 years each. Like, and we've stayed close this whole fucking time. Other friends, like, we have so many friends that we've been close with for over a decade. 14 years, And, like, if I was that douchebag that said, I keep a small circle and I only trust, like, I don't trust anybody, I trust, like, two people. That's so many great friends that I have that would be out of my life. And I would miss so much of the enjoyment that I've had that we've all had. Yeah, yeah, I have the same friends. I might not have, I dude, I might not have talked to some of these people for, like, two to three years. But they could call me tomorrow, like Chris. I need you, and I'd be there. Exactly. Be there, and I don't even fucking talk to him constantly. And I don't sit there and I'm like, "Well, you're not in my circle. Like, I don't see you every day. You're not helping me out. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're You're not not texting me every day. You're not. You're not a benefit to me. (laughs) You know, like that's what? That's 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 nonsense. Like, I have experiences with you. Like, me and you have felt a connection that goes beyond all this fucking materialistic bullshit. Like, it's biology. We have felt something between the two of us. Exactly, dude. So I don't give a shit if I haven't hit you up in two or three years. If you need me, I will be there. Nothing, exactly. You pick up right, and that's the big difference, at least from what I've seen through my perspective, is uh, a lot of women that I know, if they don't talk to their girlfriend in say five months, six months, she's not my friend anymore. Yeah. But me with with us, we have a we have a friend. So our, when our grandfather passed, we had a friend of ours we hadn't seen in years. It had been like three years, maybe longer. He drove all the way. He lives out in Kansas. Drove with his family to the funeral, and not a, we didn't miss a fucking yeah, beat. Yeah, from we fucking Kansas it. all the way to Sacramento. Yeah. That's- from Kansas to California, and we didn't miss a beat, dude. We were back like fucking best friends. Dude, I missed you, man. So good to see you. It, 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 like it had you, only been a week. Yeah. We always leave off where we left off. There's no, there's no like, oh, well, I haven't seen him in a while. You haven't talked, you don't talk to me every day. No. You don't like all my pictures on Instagram. Right, yeah, you don't like my shit. Like, it's not really fucking necessary. I think it's a codependency thing. Remember, like, you talked about codependency really needing someone. Like, you need, it's, it's also narcissism. Like, a narcissist, a lot of people, like, think they know what that means. It's what really, if you want to get in-depth, it's someone who has grandiose like uh, 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 opinions of themselves, like they see themselves as so great. And a highlight. And yeah. so they want others, they really need others to see that too. They want 
constant recognition of how great they are, how amazing they are, I'm so, that they, so they can feel validated of their high opinions of themselves. They need that from everyone. So when they don't get someone talking to them every day, they're like, oh, well, you can't trust these people. They're not your real friends because they're not constantly talking to you. If you're not constantly talking to me, then you're not really my friend. It's like, that's not how relationships work. You're, fuck, you're fucking stupid. Just because they didn't talk to you for a little while, they have their own life. They're trying to grow as a human being. So are you. you. Got that girl that I was talking to you guys about earlier, that's like my one of my best girlfriends, I'm literally not allowed to see her because her husband hates me because of mine and her relationship prior to when we were friends. And well, I he probably thinks you want to fuck her really and bad. I can completely understand and that. And that goes back to the fucking... The culture of attraction, that goes right back to that. It's it, Well, and uh, like you said, like, that's, and jealousy women. is a really natural... Like, Stevie talked about how he doesn't really feel jealousy. And I don't, I I don't, want, I don't want you guys to, like, feel like... Like, the you. listeners, I don't want you guys to make it seem like none of us think that... We're not, we're not saying that jealousy is bad. It's a very natural thing when you want to feel like, you know, it, it, it's just a natural human emotion. You can't really control it. It doesn't make you a bad person because you feel jealous if you act on it in a negative way by, like, physical or emotional or verbal abuse. Then then you're a total asshole. If you go do crazy things because of your jealousy, then it's bad. But if you're just like, look, I'm feeling – I don't like this because of this situation. Uh, this person, I really feel, wants something from you more than friendship. I really see that. I see all the patterns. I've seen it before. It's making me uncomfortable. I want you to do something about it. If you handle it like that, it'll get better. I don't, that's I, such I went a with, smart way to I handle went, it, I went dude. through that with dude, Des. Dude, that's amazing. Listen, just... I went through that with Des, and, it's, and it hasn't been a problem. We had one talk, and that's all it took. And it was fixed after that. So I have a situation right now that I'm currently in, and I'm, I'm not seeing this girl, but I have – this friend of mine that always comes over and it'll, it might be a month that we don't talk. It might be two weeks. It might be two months and then randomly we'll talk and she'll come over and I have a good time with her, but she always wants to stay longer than I want her to stay. And I have a really good time with her and I really enjoy her as a human being. So I've kind of been like, well, you know, like, uh, because of the other great aspects that I get out of this relationship, I'll kind of just put up with this. What could or should I do? Should I continue to just like kind of put up with it or should I voice it? Because now it's live. She listens to the podcast, so now she's going to know. So oh, maybe hey, shout just, out. Thanks for so listening. maybe I just wait. Maybe I just wait for her to say something now, you know, because now she knows. Because I, I hadn't voiced it to her yet because I hadn't known how to tell her because i feel like if i tell her then it's going to completely destroy the dynamic and really great thing that we do have but it's not a relationship but we're not just friends you know like yeah you're stuck in like a title you're stuck in that no man's land Mm. yeah and i actually like that you said on the like i think this podcast doing a podcast has allowed for a like a discussion discussions more than one that you wouldn't normally feel comfortable talking about. Like I talked about my own, you know, mental health issues basically. And, or my past, I hate talking about what happened to me. And like Des has given me shit. Like, how come you never want to talk about your past with me specifically? How come, you know, I'm like, it feels uncomfortable. I'm just talking to one person about it. But if it's, I don't know, for some reason, this forum, I feel so much more, I feel like it's so much more comfortable to be open about it. You know? 
sharing who you are. And if somebody yeah. wants to hear that and then have a discussion with me afterwards, I think it'll be easier to do. Yeah. It's yeah. like I already, I already aired out my dirty laundry. I don't have to explain it to you word for word and then have you digest it for a while and then come back at me. It's, all, it's already digested. If you want to talk to me about something that I've said, it's easier now. It's like when you're in the moment, it's like, okay, action. And you got a camera rolling and they're waiting and they're waiting. And it's like, oh, when I'm on the spot, I don't want to watch your reaction. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't want to see. Kind of like stage gonna, fright. It's going to kill me more to watch what you're going to go through more than it will to kill me to just keep this bottled inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's pretty fucking good. But, uh, yeah, like, no, but so wait, thank you guys you for didn't podcast. fucking give me any fucking oh, sorry. <laughs> advice. Advice. That's a... Now she knows. So now yeah. she's uh, um, if she listens to this and then she's gonna oh, she's, she's she gonna listens. know everything we're saying, so she's basically spying on the enemy and we like dude, this is fight this is trying to fight someone who can read your mind and knows every move you're this is like fighting Taskmaster. That's a oh, sorry. That's a Marvel. <laughs> that was great. It's none of no one's gonna get uh, it. No one's gonna get it. It's gonna be too niche. Yeah. But it's okay. But no, no, no. It was good to just someone air it who out, knows. Though. I all, needed to. Air it's it someone out. who knows what you're gonna do before you do it. So it's gonna be hard for us to try and give you advice right now. I think the fact that you you were just honest with you just honest with us, and by extension her, you knew she listens to this. So, so it, did you're actually being honest with her. You yeah. know she's gonna hear what you're saying, and it's easier for you to you say it over this. Like we said easier over this medium so now she knows so now maybe you guys can have a dialogue you just started the discussion you started the conversation so now that conversation can proceed she can tell you how she feels is she hurt maybe she is because you're a dick and you (laughs) said that you don't want her to stay the night or something no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like because because you want to because you're are you are you like are you the reason you want? No, okay, I'm only saying. It what's the reason? I specifically asked for a quickie this time. What's other the, times it's been like, oh yeah, it's okay, and then but there's been times where I'm like quickie, and she thinks a quickie, she she doesn't get the term of a quickie. So it's like girl, no girl, you need to think some quickie shit so you can come So I guess too. I don't need to talk to them, and I'm not asking them for advice anymore since I know you listen. And since we have a bunch of listeners listening too, I'm going to fill you in with next week's update, of course. But I'm just going to shout out straight to <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, let her know. You're going to tell like, the listeners everything you, she says. When I say quickie, it's not an all-day thing. It can be like an hour or two. It's a booty call. But it's a booty, booty call. Calls when it's like, yeah, come over. We'll kick it. We'll Netflix and chill or whatever. We'll go out on a date. We'll go out and drink. We'll get high. I kind of want to have her on the podcast. Then okay. Ooh, I don't know if I could take it. It'd be so We're hard. not ready for interviews anyways. We're not ready oh, for interviews in this so podcast. Hard. We need some time. Oh, man. Uh, but I, I think that that can, like I said, you guys can talk after that. Maybe she's listening and she goes, well, are we, really, um, why don't you want her? Are you uh, worried that she's going to want a relationship out of this? Yes. That's, that's what you're worried about. Yes. So that's all you got to do is be upfront about that and be like, look. That's dude, the last thing I want right I now. Say, dude, there's more I want to say, but I feel. Like well, that's stuff that you should. That's stuff you should it. say for her. Then, out of respect for her as a friend, there's some stuff you shouldn't say on air. You should wait until you're talking with her next. Probably, you know, right after we post this. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, wait you're, getting, you're getting a call, dude. <laughs> wait, at least I, I look at least a couple it. of texts. I look forward to. And it. then you'd be like, "I'm sorry, that's you know." I just look talk and be like, it. "Look, no, I yeah, do. like." And tell her the truth. Tell her exactly how you feel. You have to be 100% honest. That's the only way you're going to be able to keep her as a friend at the very least is if you're 100% honest. It's the most important thing. 
What if there was like an app or, or an app for what? Honesty. Yeah, like, what? Like it was an, an honesty, honesty app? It was like That's called meter. Tinder, my friend. It was like a meter, and like you, you like scan a, it. So magic? Is that what you're trying to say? You want magic? And it, yeah, kind of. Magic would be cool. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, magic would be cool. Speaking of magic, magic would be cool. That's Chris Smith. That's why I was bringing it up to. Speaking lead of magic, some people still believe in God. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of God, Stevie found out about Hobson today. Have you heard of Hobson? No, not no. today. I found out about oh, Hobson about a little him? while ago. I but man, the I new one. Hop- Hopkins? Did. You mean Bernard Hopkins? No. no. Hobson. <laughs> Hobson's a, a joke. You fucking. Stop. It wasn't. It wasn't a good joke, but whatever. It was because this song because you said the religion thing he mm, i knew about it i was i was was already privy to this artist in general but i'm not really a rap guy um but i do love i take umbrage with the fact that you use the word privy (laughs) (laughs) i'm just just not really a rap guy i like some rap but most of it's kind of fucking stupid if it if it speaks to me if it actually has like great lyrics meaning behind it great vocabulary i love it but like the mainstream pop rap in general it's kind of stupid because it's like oh like underground rap which sounds douchey and i'm a douche i think a lot of people agree with you though no i don't. I really do There's think a lot of a people specific scene dude like kendrick lamar like i could start naming off that are genuinely Good. great artists i mean i just i like stuff that that's i mean, I, just, I, just I, mean in that niche. no i mean no I, what niche. i mean is i think there's a lot of people out there who think a, most the same, of the, who would most of the rap, they're not like rap enthusiasts. All they hear is the rap they hear on the radio. So maybe they don't know like the names of the artists at all. They just hear like the most popular rap, which by definition, like if it's the most popular play on the radio, it's the one that's the most dumbest down to reach the largest audience. Because the more deep you get, the more personal you get, the lesser audience is going to connect with that and care about it. That's just how art works. Movies are also another great fucking example of that. Yeah, no, and I, I understand right, what Stevie's man. saying yeah. when he says that because I, under, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that just sounds stupid and they're just talking about dumb things, materialistic bullshit or you know, gang-banging girls. Like I listened to that uh, Snoop Dogg song today in, the, in my car radio of It Ain't Fun Unless the Homies Can't Have None. Just about fucking every... You want? I want you to have sex with all my friends. That's a horrible <laughs> song. Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers. That's, and that's that's bad. But like I yeah, but and so like a, a lot of the time when you hear a really good just a lyricist, it's something that's not as popular. I think that's what he's trying to say. That's completely true. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're so, right. So I completely. Immortal technique point. would be one that I say that oh, I like yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, his his lyrics are just phenomenal, and I want to. I want to hear, like, I want dialogue. I want a good story. I want a great narrative. I want to be kind of like pulled into the story, escapism. I want to escape into the song. Dude, I want you to excite. To as, yeah. as cliche as it is, dude. The, Never listen to Wu-Tang. first. But album, I know that our man. friend Izzy saying, is a huge fan. When, Shout out. When I think, dude, like, I mean, when I think, first s- album is. But then uh, when you hear stuff like Lil Wayne and like music on the radio, hold on, <laughs> 06 Lil Wayne. Oh six, Lil Dude, Wayne he was, was on. It. Like point. he was so okay. popular. Like that full oh six, Lil Wayne. I'm not saying he was great. I'm just saying he was thing, everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I want to say every other thing. You're Joe right, was bumping that shit. Oh Lil Wayne had some Joe shit was. in there that you would die laughing at. There's a song called Dick Pleaser, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. You would love it. You really would, even though you hate Lil Wayne. You would actually enjoy this song. Okay, so I don't necessarily like rap too much. Okay? Right, right. I like Denzel Curry. I believe he's from Florida. Uh, he is fucking phenomenal, dude. His style of rapping, just like the way that he 
presents his words. It's almost like angry. Like he kind of yells as he does it. Kind of Hobson does. He gets angry in it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Hobson specifically gets very angry. Like Hop, Ill Mind of Hobson number seven has to so be good. one Here of the greatest songs lyric wise. It was because so good. This is a because that's this everything is, I was feeling. Exactly. This is a. Round explain table. It, explain it for the viewers or this the is listeners. Right now, us three. It's a round table of atheists. We are. Okay, we, hold we, on. I'm not an atheist. Agnostic. Chris is agnostic, but but I'll ex- <laughs> I'll explain that later. I'll explain it later through my book suggestion why Chris is an atheist. And he's just <laughs> he's just playing, playing fucking coy because he doesn't want to put a fucking label on it. But um. Chris is an agnostic, but he's an atheist. We'll get that out later. No, I'm not an atheist those, because I, I believe that there is something labels. after this. No, I believe there is something yeah, after. Whatever. So that right. doesn't make me an atheist. Okay, because right? an atheist doesn't think that there's something. So, okay, so Ilmine, we're gonna touch on that in a second. Ilmine of Hobson, it's it's like basically a guy coming to grip with uh, questioning religion. He um, he realizes he basically says he thinks all the time. He's constantly evaluating. Like you gave me a book. You gave me a book to read, and then you're going to bitch at me for evaluating the book. I'm looking at this book, I'm reading it, and I'm questioning things, and then I'm the asshole now. I'm the asshole because I'm questioning something you told me to read, and that's the basically the gist of the song. That's the basis of the song. So he goes on the rant of, you know, what's after death. You know, he's basically questioning organized religion more than anything else, which is just, the lyrics are just phenomenal. I think I gave you, sent you that song, right? Probably. I believe so, but um, I would like to talk to you. So religion in general, I I would like to talk about uh, uh so I know there's good things. We, there's always gonna be good things. Uh, uh there's well, people. It has helped people. Yeah. Okay. So um, you can say that some people who go to prison and then find uh, a specific God, whichever God that might be, it's helped them become a good person. Uh, they do some religions do do uh charity work, but it's just overwhelmingly. Oh, outweighed by the bad. Yeah, but that's why I think I believe that Jesus is alive and in prison because people seem to find him there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's I swear, that's where he's at. The guy's just chilling inside, and everybody goes like, "I'm looking for Jesus." He goes, "Yeah, he's in the left corner over there. He's one. He's one block D, homie. He's over there reading that same fucking book his father wrote. Guy's a dick. (laughs) He won't stop pushing." His he keeps plugging his book. It's like we get it. You You're wrote a, a writer. <laughs> like we're proud of you. God. You got a virgin off without putting your dick inside. Well, I wrote this book one time. Uh, every time I read it, I just feel something. I think you would really enjoy it. Like that's who Jesus is. Yeah, but like we said, there are some good things, but the the bad stuff outweighs religion. So it's religion in general. Close. It's not even a landslide. It's a Roman triumph. Yeah. It's so one-sided. So in general, there's um there's over 4,200 religions in this world, 2,780 deities, and there there is some kind of fucked up sense in all of them. There's racism, sexism, genocide. Just There's so much horror, but you get the idea of, well, where do you get morality? And I always love this quote. It's, searching for searching through the bible or any religious text in general through morality is like searching through shit for sweet corn sure you're gonna find some there but is it really worth it (laughs) that is that is a great analogy for religion in general and but i would go ahead i would like to bring up the bad things the really horrific the really fucking disgusting vile things that have happened 
in religion. The reason that I am not religious, the reason Adney's not religious, is the bad, bad things that outweigh, like you said, well, the Roman um, triumph over the good that's, things. That's what made me hate it, but what made me not believe it was just oh, uh, having my own, having thoughts and questions that were never answered. That is what made me and not believe well, it. As I well. hate that argument of, well, you get morality from it, we're going to get morality. Like, I've had people tell me, like, that's where we get our, like, we would know right from wrong. And it's like, well, there was society before your religion, before all these other ones. It's very simple to figure out, hey, we shouldn't eat our own babies. That's not a hard thing <laughs> to figure out. And if you look at na- no animal, no animal you see knows about your god or any other gods or any religions. And they still seem to know right from wrong. I mean, um, a dog will take care of its puppies. Uh some animals have been known to take care of other people's. Well, that's because a, God. That's what am because I, they have been blessed with the hand of God. Is that, is that what it is? Yes. The Holy Spirit has touched them. That the Holy Spirit has touched every single animal within so the, the animal Holy kingdom. Spirit has God the, created the animals, so of course they're going to contain on. the Holy Spirit. So God has the ability to have a Holy... The Holy Spirit, whatever you said, has the ability to bless these animals with that, yes. that caring, that loving, but it can't bless sucking like every ape ever ripping its own species apart and eating its flesh no that's how the the animal kingdom works i wanted it to be chaos. no this okay so i will no, so, you this, so this animal can have compassion but human beings the one who have actually decimated who <clears throat> have overpopulated who are the most dominant species on this planet i so-called created that species the only species i've actually talked to and communicated with the only species i've had sex with and made a baby with and incarnated myself as over and over again apparently that species who is arguably the worst one who repeatedly destroys its own its themselves Without any regard, without the even of the rules that I apparently taught them, they can't. They don't feel the Holy Spirit. Though. Correct. Well, they, they no, don't no, feel no. that spirit no. that I gave them. They feel I it. gave them who, no. Everything. They have free will, and then if they just accept me and they accept that the sins that they have committed, then so you could do whatever you want. You can even I even though I gave you these stringent lists, this whole list of rules you cannot break. These are the worst offenses ever. You could break all those and then say, "Oh, never mind. I totally love you." And I'm good. And well, like, you have to okay. apologize and confess. No, well, except that's where you're wrong. Um, no, I'm not saying this in a bad thing. Um, but okay, so the whole free will thing, God is omniscient. Omniscient is always knowing. He knows what you're gonna do before it happens. That contradicts free will. You, if He knows everything you're gonna do before you do it, you're not free to make your own actions. That contradicts religion in general. Yeah. But I will give you a quote from. Pendulette, one of my favorite. No, I know, I know, but I'm saying Uh, you're you're God. We know you are. You're not. You're not a religious man. But I'm glad you did that because it makes me happy. You are God in this. You're God at this point. But you have as much authority as the Pope, just not as many people listen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which we know you are not religious. This that's the good thing. We can make this argument. It's better than three atheists sitting here going like, yeah, yeah, fuck everybody. You totally right, dude. So yeah, we give the argument. But this is uh, I want to quote Pendulette here. Pendulette said. There is no God, that's the simple truth. If every trace, any single religion were wiped out and nothing were passed on, it would never be created exactly the same way again. There might be some other nonsense in its place, but not that exact nonsense. If all of science were wiped out, it would still be true and somebody would find a way to figure it out again. Pendulette. And that is 
fucking hands down the most accurate thing ever. <laughs> I think there would true. still be an element to spirituality. Of the course, spirituality, that's what he said. No. He said there will be something else in, in the nonsense. There will be some other nonsense in, in its place. But science is the one thing that you can wipe everyone's brain with science and they'll still discover that the, I think that's the, the like sun the is the best center. quote ever. The, the, the that might be the religion, best quote ever. Like the start of religion goes back to paganism and paganism was basically people trying to explain a world they didn't understand. They didn't have a scientific method uh, so they didn't know how to explain all these things that are happening. The ancient Greeks didn't know that the Earth has an orbit around the sun and that for half of the time, half of the year that it takes to travel, it's close, the other half is far away. And that's what creates winter and summer. They didn't know that. They are like, why is it, why, how come things grow and then they don't? So they made up in their uh, legends about um, their god, their god of the underworld, Hades, taking a girl named Persephone, who was the daughter of uh, the goddess of, you know, like spring, just life and growing and all that stuff. And, and when he takes her, he took her and the mother became so upset and so distraught that she stopped helping life grow. There was no more warmth in the world. They set on an agreement to where for, you know, a few months every year, Hades gets to take her down to the underworld and have her and live mm-hmm. with her. And for that time... Her mother is distraught, nothing grows, and that's their explanation of winter. They didn't have science, so they made up that story to explain it. That Those stories, things like that, end up becoming truth to their children. who They're told to them as like uh, mother goose tales, but they're never told that they're wrong, so they grew up believing it so strongly that now it's that's a religion now. And it keeps passed on and passed on, and then more people come along with their own things. And then there's new this, new that, and it all starts from trying to explain the world. It's the same with uh, Norse mythology, which you everyone might be familiar with by those one uh, one documentaries, Thor. And <laughs> <Dark> <laughs> those are great documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> with was it Chris Hensworth? That's a great documentary, <laughs> dude. Uh, but like, yeah, they basically at that time, at that part of the world for Vikings, the most dangerous thing to them wasn't fighting in battle or death; it was winter. Winter was the most horrible thing, so their villain that they created was the quote-unquote frost giants. They epitomized what winter is, and that's the danger we have to go And Odin Allfather fights off all the frost giants, but then at the end of the year, he has to go into rest. He has to sleep and recuperate, and during that time, the frost giants come, and that's what creates winter. That was their explanation for winter, because they also didn't have a scientific method. Yeah, it's anything that's a mystery can be on. is replaced by God. That was great stuff. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Oh god! Uh, well, I just had to say. But God yeah, damn, like we I were saying earlier, that. people feeling, no people feeling, uh, like you know, the basically you're you're a good person. Like we said, morality. They assume that morality comes from uh, comes from religion. And I would like this again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and quote someone. This is one of my favorite quotes because it's short and sweet. So this is from uh, Guillermo Garcia Cruz, and it goes, uh, "You are a good person because you fear damnation. I'm a good person without obligation." It means powerful. It's extremely powerful. And basically, what the quote is, if for if you don't know, it just means basically, "I'm a good person. I don't need religion to be a good person. I'm kind to others because it's just built into me to be kind to others. I'm very nice to everyone I meet. I want to be friends with everyone. I want to just love and." be loved and and I don't need any type of deity to have that to there's feel another, that way. There's another quote that's like kind of goes off that. I can't remember who said it, but it was something to uh, the effect of if you need the promise of divine reward to be a good person, 
then you're a shitty person. Exactly, exactly. Was, I can't remember who fucking said that. You're gonna you're gonna look that up. <laughs> I want to give credit, but but anyways, I mean, yeah, you get those quotes from uh, different people that have similar similar ideas, parallel thinking, or that they've read someone prior for instance uh, with they Voltaire it, digested it yeah and then so so there's a similar quote with Voltaire and with uh, Ayn Rand Ayn, uh, Voltaire said the more I read the more I acquire the more it becomes clear that I know nothing then Ayn Rand said the more I know the more I know that I know nothing which is short and sweet it's very beautiful but it's very similar quotes so of course you're gonna get that in uh, I found aspect. one that's like on the parallel thinking thing to what Adney was saying but I don't think it's the right quote but the one I did find was from Albert Einstein and it says if people are good only because they fear punishment and hope for reward then we are sorry a lot indeed which isn't nearly as much that's, as what you were saying I feel like is that the, is that the quote? That's, that's, I don't know it's close it's close, but I feel, it's close but I don't so that means most people have had that idea exactly of, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, so like we're, we're talking religion I wanted to talk uh, just the horrible things that have happened in religion that most people in might not in the name of in the name of belief. yeah yeah, in the name of belief, which most people might not know about. So people don't usually look up any information on their religion. Most people actually don't read their Bible, or well, Bible, that's Catholicism or Christianity, but there's other books as well. But most well, people just don't. for that? You're telling tell me that like, most like, okay. Christians or most Mormons haven't actually read the book. Okay, I would say preaching? Mormons, yes, but a lot of Christians, they, are not, they don't know anything about the book that they are preaching because they are born into a family that just, that's what they believe. And so it's like, okay, Jesus. Okay, Jesus, but I can. Yeah. I bet Almost you money. Like, like the vast majority of people who have a religion, it was a religion of their parents, and it's the religion that is most dominant in that region where they live. Yeah, it all most depends on where you're born. US it's all are like Christian. I'll give you the dominant region, but my family did not really find Christ until they were like. 35. So that's the that's the exception of the rule. I'm talking and I say most. Christ because and that's, that's and like he said, he gives it the region. It the fact that they were in this region where Christianity is so prevalent, that might have something to do with it. Yeah. They were affected by that. It was there. So most others preach without knowing. That's why when you talk to me and you're like, but oh, they do know. I that's what no, I'm trying they to say. Do know, yes. I, it's, it, this is going to be a really... This Touchy's, is going to be hard for yeah. me because my family right now and where I'm at, so... I'm going to be continually interrupting you and asking you it's questions, fine. so I apologize ahead. And that is fine. And this is why, remember you told me, hey, I would like to sit down with you and discuss theology in general, because... I got destroyed like at Christmas, bro. Like, my Christmas was so bad that on Christmas Eve, I left my house because I couldn't we, stand talking this, did, did to we, my family with anymore. With relationships. Because we touched they were on trying to fucking cram Christ and the Lord down my throat, and I didn't have enough fucking ammunition to spit it back. So please, give me some motherfucking ammo right well, now. Well, the whole idea, I hate the idea of, so if you preach... Uh, anything that isn't it's like okay if you're preaching then you're religious like that's kind of how it goes but that's kind of bullshit because uh, people are uh, what is it religion preaches but not all that preaches is religion religion does not own activism 
And that to me mm-hmm. is way different. You're an activist. If you were talking about, you know, Greenpeace, if you're like, okay, I want to recycle, I want to do this, and you're so adamant about it, you're like, no, I need people need to know this. People, you know, yeah, people, Greenpeace people, isn't a religion. Yeah, people won't look at you like, oh, what you're you're trying to spread the word of Greenpeace oh, wait, so much. They still do that it's so, you, you say Greenpeace, like, okay, hippie. Yeah, yeah. or like you're still it's, that's more of a, that's not like they don't. Yeah, it is a little bit, but it's not the same as like that's like a religion. Atheism. People don't see it the same way. That's what I hate about the word atheist is that it's become – I can thank Fox News a lot I think to that yeah. is that they've like made people think, oh, atheists, they tr- they say they're not religious but they have their own little religion. It's called atheism and they have rules and all this stuff. I was like, no, there is no rules. It's just a term for someone who doesn't believe in anything supernatural. Well, well no, but our minds – that's atheism, our minds can be changed at any moment. Just with evidence. That's all physical evidence. If you show us evidence to support, not physical, but if you show us evidence to support your insane claims, I will change my, I will change my views immediately with evidence. You show me anything to prove your point right. and I will change. That's, that's the where difference. I'm at too. That's and where that I'm at. is that's where I'm at. the difference. If you don't have evidence to support your claim, then I'm not going to go like to your It's like how Hobson said, you show up, it's done. You that's show it. up, it's done. That's the entire conversation, everything, worldwide, everything's done. It's over. That's what always like baffled me about religion is that they're selling um, a product and you have to – like the product is faith. Um, and they make it seem like the more you have faith, this magical thing, this magical word they have, faith, the better person you are. And the more likely you're going to go to this paradise, whatever, all that stuff. So, And they make it seem like these are so special people. They have hierarchies in every religion. They have titles for people who are super faithful. I'm this faithful. Oh, yeah, well, I'm that faithful. Oh, yeah, well, I'm mega faithful. I'm the fucking pope, you know? Or I'm the, like, the, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the leaders in, like, Muslim countries and all that stuff. And, but the faith, all it is is believing something without any evidence at all. You're supposed to blindly follow. The more blindly you follow, the better person you are. And that's how every religion is fed and grows is off that. And I was like – and a lot of religious people don't see it that way. It's like, well, that's kind of what it is. You're just like, oh, the more you believe in this, the harder you believe in this with the least amount of evidence or the least amount of questioning, the better you are. And that helps them because if you add any bit of criticism, if you critique what they're trying to tell you, it's, it falls apart immediately. Okay, so we are going off on a tangent right now. Right now we're bashing on religion. There's nobody to really um, back up religion or anything like that. So we need to go back to the topic at hand, which is not just religion or like, oh, I'm an atheist and you're a Christian. That's not what we're trying to talk about. We kind of went off on a little thing right there. What we need to get back to is the massacres and the results that these religions can succumb to. So, Stevie, please continue back to what you were saying. Um. See, so yeah, I wanted to talk uh... – Religious massacres, just horrific um, moments that have happened in just history in general. Um, Adney, if you would like to, in the name of his, in the name of a deity or any type of gods or anything oh, like um, that, um, any t- events that have like basically they use God to their advantage to murder in their in the name of their God. I I actually kind of cheated oh, on this, fun. and I didn't pick like one just a thing. Uh, I actually picked uh, just. The Crusades, basically, <laughs> in like a big general sense. I know like the Crusades actually started in uh, 1066, I think it was. But here's a f- funny thing: like Christianity became a legal practice. Like it was illegal back in a like legal practice. So like you could like be a lawyer 
or something like like that like that type of legal practice just to like no no not like that but like, like it was like you get, no 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 it was legal to be a Christian legal but like okay so this was back when like when paganism was rampant like in Rome is a great example this is a perfect time period during the Roman Empire like it was all about basically Ro- the Romans believe had the same religion as the ancient Greeks they just had different names like instead of Zeus it was Jupiter right you know what I mean instead of Aries it was Mars. Okay. You can understand that's why our planets are named that. <laughs> they, like they, so, it's the same basic religion, and then Christianity came about, and Christian like Christians love to point out. Actually, I feel like I'm talking shit again, but it's like we were, you know, Christians were fed to the lions, they were brutalized, all that stuff. But as soon as it became a legal practice in uh, 315 Anno Domini, uh, they immediately started murdering people. <laughs> like. Pagan temples were destroyed on a regular basis for the next 300 years. Holy they're all shit. gone. <laughs> Christian Emperor uh, Theodosius, between 408 and 450 Anno Domini, even had cr- children, children executed because they had been playing with remains of pagan statues. Holy shit. Just re- and then, of course, we all know the name Charlemagne. You've heard that name before, yeah. right? Well, oh, yeah, he's, he's seen as a great hero, right? He, he is. He's seen as like this. Th- a lot of people look at him like he was a badass warrior or whatever. But in 782, he had 4,500 Saxons unwilling to convert to Christianity had him beheaded. Oh, dude, that's ridiculous. And in, uh, it goes for – there's a lot. <laughs> in the 16th and 17th century Ireland, English troops, quote, pacified and civilized Ireland. So how many you already have? How many is done already? We have uh, we're like four, three, three or four already. Massacres, separate, separate instances that it keeps happening. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now that, that there's ten. There's ten separate instances. Uh, a bear kills forty two children. Uh, well, these these are like I'm actually skipping over a bunch of some. Just me giving too. Some good ones of. Like just quick Examples, instances of like yeah. this, and this is all so early on. This is all before the Crusades. Everything I'm saying. Here's another one. Um, this was after a massacre. Uh, in the words of one witness, like okay, so so in Jerusalem, Jerusalem was conquered in 1099. More than uh, 60,000 victims, Jewish, Muslim men, women, and children were killed. In the words of one witness, quote: There, in front of Solomon's temple, was such a carnage that our people were waiting ankle deep in the blood of our foes. And after that, happily and crying for joy, our people marched to our Savior's tomb to honor it and pay off our debt of gratitude. It was impossible to look upon the vast numbers of the slain without horror. Everywhere lay fragments of human bodies, and the very ground was covered with the blood of the slain. It was not alone the spectacle of headless bodies and mutilated limbs strewn in all directions that roused the horror of all who looked upon them. Still more dreadful was it to look upon the victors themselves, dripping with blood from head to toe, an ominous sight which brought terror to all who met them. It is reported that within the temple enclosure alone about 10,000 infidels perished. Damn. And of course, it, it, there's a lot more. There's so many, you know, and um, and that's and that's not even like, and of course, like, uh, they're estimated like around twenty million in the Crusades alone. And that's just the Crusades. I'm looking at just like ten 
Biblical, yeah, out of perspective, biblical masculinity. It was uh, how uh, six mil- They estimate six million uh, Jewish citizens were murdered during the Holocaust in World War Two. Six million. This is twenty million. It's the exact same. Your religion for what you believe in. We're going to slaughter you. Twenty million. Twenty million. That's over three times as much, and that's just a piece. A piece of what one religion did. Go ahead, Chris. What uh, I don't, I don't. I wish I could. Man, Dan Carlin on Hardcore History really brings up the whole Genghis Khan thing, and he killed so oh, many dude. people. Genghis oh, dude. Oh, yeah. So is he is the leading just, mass murderer of all time. I wish yeah. I knew enough about that to really be like, it, dude, it's insane. That, but was, was Genghis religious, though? That's what I was really I think thinking. it was just that I'm horny, and I'm power hungry, and, and I'm, I'm going to cause the genocide of all of Asia. <laughs> Yeah, Did and like, you think he was a god? Man, now I'm all no. He, actually, there's a lot at of the, percentage of point, people that he, he probably fucked. your your points just got me like, I, yeah, I I researched it like I did my stuff, but what you just like, my brain is firing on a lot of. Um, I, I want to bring up one right really now. quick thing Go for is it, that man. whenever you bring that kind of information up uh, to a religious person, they say that was so long ago. Um, it doesn't apply. Yeah, like that. We're not like that anymore. Uh, okay, nine eleven. Um, Wait, how is that a religion <laughs> thing? Those were, no, what? Yeah, what? Continue. <laughs> you mean how there's religion thing? Those were, um, no, that wasn't terrorists. Those were, those were, yeah, that, that wasn't. Ter- that was the story the government told you. That was obviously uh, U.S. officials who, yeah, planned that. Did they do a hologram? They hologrammed a plane over obviously. a missile. And Jeez, the missiles up the thing. Stuff like that. You're crazy. It was a religious extremists who are angry at people who didn't believe what they believed, and they are taught from a young age not to read. They're not taught how to read the Quran. That's what's a horrible thing. They're not taught that. I was just getting. They're at, just that's told. What people honestly, think there are people. They're told. Think, yeah, they're like, told what this. I was just trying to and, give you an example of, and it's sad. They're told that, and over time, they just believe it about how. They really believe 150% that if they die in their own quote-unquote holy war, if they die in service to their religion, and by their religion they mean whatever their leaders tell them, not exactly what their religion says because they never read the Quran because they don't know how to read. Yeah, illiterate. That's the If thing. they do that, they, will, they are being a good person. They are being a hero. They're a martyr. They're the fuck – they're – Boromir in the first Lord of the Rings movie who got shot with three arrows but he's protecting his friends and he's a, he's the man you know he died but he took a bunch out died with him died for the cause he, died, he killed the bad guys that's what they're taught is you're killing the bad guys the evil ones in the name hey, of your just, in the name of your creator conspiracy no, of course theory. in the name that's, of that's your creator there's so much like, like <laughs> and what I want to but... what I want to say is like also about the whole it's not ha- and of course Christians will say well we haven't slaughtered people in like a totally long time <laughs> uh, like that was so long ago you like so that was so ago. 15th century <laughs> <laughs> and it's further than that. Like a lot, of, like when Columbus first landed, oh, it was like man. he was he was slaughtering Native Americans and saying that like and criticizing the fact they don't believe in the Christian God and saying they're they're going to be easy to uh, they're going to be easy to convert because they don't really know about real God. It's so. so fucking funny that you say that because most of the people that I fuck around with are natives and they aren't nearly as racist as black people. 
And, like, they're the <laughs> ones that should be fucking racist as shit. And they aren't at all. They're just like, whatever. That's how you white people act. That's how you black <laughs> people act. That's how you yellow people act. Like, <laughs> the natives are probably some of the coolest and non-racial people. It's really crazy. Because yeah. they should be. like that. Now, even when they know, like, the history they got and fucked. everything, like, they you got would fucked. think that they would be more, like... Anti-everybody like, besides yeah. themselves. So we should yeah. probably clarify about the about the Native Americans real quick, Stevie. About how, uh, what we're told in school is how, the, oh, basically, the man. white man came, and he was so technologically advanced, yeah, he was so, su- he was basically so much, so superior that he was able to overpower the Native Americans, and that's how they conquered, because they were just better. That's not true. No, uh, they tried, but it was so. They were the Native Americans were so densely populated and so much like great fighters and everything that they couldn't, and they kept retreating back to Europe. But then a plague happened, something that was like a hundred times worse than the Black Plague. Ninety percent of the Native American population was wiped out because of disease, and, and, and then due the to livestock, the, due all, to livestock yeah. brought over by the Spaniards or and, Christopher Columbus, and then and like, and then they started like really coming over. Like there's huge gaps why in the records that about? Why because is, why that because about? that takes away the whole the narrative of the white man. How we came why got does it, it need to be that narrative? Because, because that's how it's always been, and people just pass that fed. on. And you want to like, spoon fed your you want to spoon fed your history, spoon feed your history. They don't, yeah, they don't to want your to get children. The you don't want them excited in class. You want them to be conformed. And they never Conformist. say they never say outright we were better, we were superior, so we won. It was always yeah, well, they were living the simple life, and we came along. They were and we savages. Were just, they were savages. You always say in that conformity, I would I wouldn't want to do that to my child. They always say we had we had guns, they had bows and arrows, so we overcome. But guns okay. took ten Why minutes to reload, and they were incredibly inaccurate. Like a musket is so wildly inaccurate because it's just a ball. It was before rifling, before they narrowed the bullet to an actual they thing. Actually, to a spin. Both like yeah. arrows were actually way more accurate, and like they just they were, but they were just so outnumbered and so like oh wow look more people <laughs> and just amazed and like colonists were amazed by how clean like a lot of the ideas that uh our forefather like our uh, the founding fathers like got to how to build this country they got from native american societies and yeah, there was a quote that's anybody who's tasted uh savage life would never go back to the normal life basically because of the so european way yeah to the european way because i mean we lived, Cause in, we lived in squalor in we were disgusting people <laughs> the native americans shit. were like oh these people are dirty they smell uh, bad uh, but um pasty whites fat fucks. we're, we're going to talk christopher columbus on another episode because yeah, i have should. a we lot to say um but, but I, Chris, I, okay, I want to get back real quick to segue into that but was that they still argue like the christians argue we're not like that now uh, art like believing in Jesus or anything like that that doesn't cause mayhem in this country. We don't just go around slaughtering people and all that horrific shit you're talking about. Oh yeah, well how about this story, Stevie? Okay, um, so this is a really fucked up story. It actually happened. It's recent, very very recent. Uh, I don't believe that many of you know about it. A lot of young people, even a lot of old people, don't necessarily know about it. Um, it was called the Jonestown Massacre. Uh, the Jonestown Massacre took place in November or on November 18th 1978 so it was extremely recent but I'm gonna give you the backstory behind that's there. after Star Wars yeah this is after Star Wars think about that um I'm gonna give you the like literally the year after right like wasn't it <laughs> yeah it was like only one year after but, but still, still yeah <laughs> 
So this is this is a recent religious massacre. And this is after free love. This is after segregation. This is after like all that. We're stuff. so yeah. Now we're uh, progressive. We're progressive fucking country. You know. But um, so I'm gonna give you some backstory. So this was a religious cult ran by an insane man named Jim Jones. Uh, the People's Temple was formed in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, during the mid 1950s. Though its roots and teachings shared more of like with biblical church and Christian uh, revival movements uh, than with Marxism, it pur- uh, purported to practice what is called apostolic or apostolic. I, I can't really know how to don't really know how to say that uh, socialism. So Jones's views were actually extremely criticized during his time in Indiana. So during the 1960s and through the 70s, he moved the temple to uh, Redwood, California. They uh, formed branches in LA as well as San Francisco. They eventually decided on moving the headquarters to San Francisco, which they did. Uh, With the move to San Francisco came increasing political involvement by the People's Temple, which was what they were called at the time. Uh, After helping the... uh, during like the mayoral the mayoral elections in 1975, Jones was appointed as the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority Commission. Unlike other figures considered as cult leaders, Jones enjoyed public support and contact with some of the highest level politicians in the United States. For example, Jones actually met with the vice president and first lady at the time plenty of times. So he had like his hands and fingers and everything political wise. Uh, this, Fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead. To, um, so in the fall of 1973, after critical newspaper articles about the temple called for Jones and his group for an immediate action contingency plan or contingency plan for responding to police and media crackdown on the, the temple in general. Basically, they had to escape because they were getting so much hate uh, because they were considered a cult. Uh, the plan listed for various options, including fleeing to Canada, going to the Caribbeans, eventually deciding on uh, Guyana, which is in the northern mainland of South America. Before the migration, they negotiated a lease for around 3,800 acres where their temple, uh, for their temple where they could live and frolic and everything like that. Damn, that's a frolic. 3,800 acres? Uh, yeah, 3,800 acres. That's a lot. That's um, a, that's, that, that's a, 3,800 acres yeah. is a very big space. They're, they're, yeah, they're building a city, basically. That's what it is, Jonestown. Yeah. They're building a town. Um, as 500 members began the construction of Jonestown, the temple encouraged more more to, re, uh, to for the towards the settlement. They, they wanted everyone that was in America that was for this movement to go to Guyana, to go to Jonestown, to be a part of the settlement. They wanted to kind of do their own thing. Uh uh, which was, uh, well, the temple at the time was, it's formerly known as People's Temple, uh, People's Temple Agriculture Project. So Jane, uh, Jones saw Jonestown as both a socialist paradise and as, as well as a sanctuary from media scrutiny. So that was the whole purpose. Leave, uh, you don't want, you know, I don't want in media to have anything to do with this. Basically, I want to run my cult the way I want to run it. And in 1976, Guyana finally approved the lease for the property. So they ended up going there. Now, Jones made frequent addresses to temple members regarding Jonestown's safety, including statements that the CIA and other intelligence agencies were conspiring with, capital, or cap, conspiring with capitalist pigs, quote-unquote, to destroy Jamestown and harm its inhabitants. After work, uh, when, when reported 
emergencies arose, the temple sometimes conducted what Jones referred to as white nights. So during such events, Jones would sometimes give the Jonestown's members four choices. Attempt to flee the Soviet Union, commit, quote-unquote, revolutionary suicide, stay in Jonestown and fight the proposed attackers, or flee into the jungle. That was the, basically, during these white nights, he would give them these options of if someone came after us media-wise or, or anybody um, through, you know, trying to stop our movement, this is the four options that you have to do. <laughs> On at least two occasions during white night, after a revolutionary suicide vote was reached, a simulated mass suicide was rehearsed. People's Temple, def- uh, People's Temple defector Deborah Layton described the event in uh, in a reported in- incident. She said, um, "Everyone, including the children, were told to line up. As we passed through the line, we were giving small glasses of red liquid to drink. We were told that the liquid contained poison and that we would die within 45 minutes. We all did as we were told." When the time came when we should have dropped dead, Reverend Jones explained that the poison was not real and that we had just been through a loyal test or a loyalty test. He warned us. He warned us that at the time, or he he warned us that the time was not far off when it would become necessary for us to die by our own hands. End quote. So I mean, it's like, whoa, dude, that's pretty. You're a kid. And you're hearing that. There's children like, here. It's hard enough being a kid and hearing, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Of, you have to go fight wizard Hitler now. Yeah. That's a lot to handle, <laughs> let alone, oh, I, I that whole time I was testing how you faithful you were. You think you're going to die. You're going to need to kill yourself if and, I need you to. And this was no small group. I'll get to that later. So, um, now, we're going to fast forward. We're going we're gonna to fast forward. So... <laughs> Jonestown was actually being highly harassed. So Jim actually went on the airwaves uh, where they're at in uh, South America and started claiming that others were creating conspiracy theories about his precious utopia. Um, at the time, a congressman named Leo Ryan, who represented California's 11th congressional district, announced that he would visit Jonestown. Ryan was friends with the father of this gentleman named Bob Houston, who was a temple member whose mutilated body was found near train tracks on October 5th, 1976, three days after a taped telephone uh, conversation with his ex-wife in which he announced he was leaving the temple. And so he was found dead a couple fucking days later. Uh, or after the tape was found or recorded. Um, over the following months, Ryan's interest was further aroused by other allegations as well going towards the uh, the movement of Jones, Jim Jones. Um, now starts the investigation into Jim Jones and the Jonestown you know, area in general. So this is where things get a little weird. So Ryan and his group of other, or Ryan and the group that he was with flew to uh, Guyana. Now, only Ryan and three others were initially accepted into Jonestown, while the rest of Ryan's group uh, was allowed to, wasn't allowed in there until sunset. That night, they attended a musical reception, and while the party was received warmly, Jones said he felt like a dying man, Jones the guy, the reverend, and ranted about government conspiracies and martyrdom as he uh, decreed attacks by the press and his enemies. It was later reported and verified by audio tape recovered by investigators that Joan had ran rehearsals on how to convince Ryan's delegation that everyone there was happy and in good spirits. So he's basically trying to brainwash everyone to say that this is a perfect utopia. He's a hypnotist. Yeah. 
He's basically, yeah. Um, Chris Angel, motherfucker. So during the time, Ryan's... <laughs> so during this time, one of Ryan's group members was mistaken for Ryan, the congressman himself, and he got a note that read, Dear Congressman, please help us get out of Jonestown. And it was end up giving to Ryan later on. This is the day before they left. So Ryan and some of his group members ended up staying the night in Jonestown that night. And in the early morning of November 18th, uh, 11 Temple members sensed danger enough to walk out of Jonestown and take a train to the nearest town called Matthews Ridge. A bunch of people actually came forward and asked Ryan, the congressman, to escort them out of Jonestown, claiming it's nothing but a communist prison camp. Uh, so the next day on November 18th, 1978, the day of the massacre, Ryan actually chose to stay behind while the remaining members left to the airstrip. Upon leaving to the airstrip, a leading member of Jonestown decided to join the group on their way to the airplane. So one of the members of Jonestown was like, I'm going to come with you guys. I hope you make sure you make it to the plane. But before they had left Ryan behind, uh, Ryan was actually assaulted with a knife. So he ended up joining the remaining members on their journey back to the States, back to the airship. Now, the member of Jonestown that went with them as they, you know, to go to the airstrip uh, that tagged along pulled out a gun at the airstrip and started firing. And when he did, uh, when he did so, nine other shooters circled the airstrip and murdered the congressman, shooting him 20 times along with uh, so many, uh, many of the other people that he was with. So his whole group basically going back to the States got murdered. Now, before leaving Jonestown for the airstrip, Ryan had told uh, Gary, a friend of his, that um, he would issue a report that would describe Jonestown. But he was telling the people at Jonestown, I'm going to write a report saying basically good terms or good things about Jonestown. Ryan stated that none of the 60 relatives he had targeted for interviews uh, wanted to leave. The 14 defectors constituted a very small portion of Jonestown's residents that any sense of uh, imprisonment the defectors had was uh, likely because of peer pressure and lack of physical transportation. So, I mean, most of the people that he talked to were fine. They were cool. It was only a select few people that basically wanted to leave. And he told the people there at Jonestown, hey, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to report that everything seems fine, everything like that. It doesn't seem seem like there's an issue. Uh, he said he was, a, you know, I, he was going to say, this is what he told the guy, Gary. Um, I'd still say, you know, you have a beautiful place here. Gary's report from, uh, you know, Jones told him and uh, Jones said to him, I have failed to Gary for some weird reason. And he says, all is lost when Ryan and them left. All is lost. Uh, so then that's what happened basically at the fucking airstrip. He gets fucking murdered. Ryan and his followers. And there's a 44 minute cassette tape known as the death tapes. Uh, records. There's records of part, part of the meeting of Jones uh, called under the pav pavilion in the early evening. Before the meeting, aides prepared a large metal tub with grape-flavored aid, like Kool-Aid. That's where you get the idea of Kool-Aid, drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, poisoned with Valium, chlorohydrate, cyanide, and phenirin. I don't know how uh, that actual poison. So it's just a bunch of different poisons inside basically fucking giant thing of Kool-Aid. Jim actually told the group that he believed someone on the plane was going to murder the pilot. He then let them know that there would be armed forces parachuting into Jonestown to capture their children and convert them to fascism. So this is what pushed the parents into feeding their kids the, the actual Kool-Aid, the actual poison. And this was all on tape, 45 minutes, the death tapes of them children. I've heard I believe, of the death I believe tapes. Children, children I've were saying like, oh, my stomach hurts, and parents are feeding their kids 
fucking poison. So uh, Jones then convinced all the members to commit a revolutionary suicide. And yeah, that seems shitty, but this is the numbers. A little over 900 people drank the poison, which included men, women, and children, making it one of the largest mass suicides to ever happen in history. In the end, I say fuck religion. <laughs> and that is my main point upon it. And and unfortunately, um, never mind, I lied. Uh, but uh, this brings us to a segment I like to do at the end, uh, Stevie's book suggestions. So I'd like to suggest one book, and this is going back to Chris claiming his atheism, since we're discussing religion in general. This book is called, by David Silverman, and it's called Fighting God. It's an atheist manifesto to, or it's an atheist manifesto for a religious world. And the book is, the book is written by a guy who, he is the, leader of the or the president of the American atheist movement. It's a nonprofit organization that has everything in its power to bring religious equality to America and hopefully the world. Uh, trying to abolish the stronghold that Christianity has on our government here in America. Uh, they're taking a strong stance for freedom of speech and the separation of church and state. They call for equal taxation for every nonprofit organization as well as freedom of thought. Um Here's a quote that I would like to uh, take from the book. This is to you, Chris. If you don't have a belief in any gods, whatever the reason and whatever your philosophy, you're an atheist. You can be an atheist and a humanist, an atheist and an agnostic, or anything else except theist. But you are an atheist if you do not have a belief in the literal extent God. Hiding behind theist-approved euphemisms and using other labels is dishonest and counterproductive. Using the A-word is honest, humanistic, and supports the cause. Calling yourself an atheist, if you can, is activism in and of itself. David Silverman, president of the American Atheist Nonprofit Organization. And that's going to end our podcast right there. Well, apparently, I'm an atheist. Well, so, yeah, <laughs> Chris just fucking a had a... Quote. That was a great quote, and um, I'm sorry if uh, we touched hit, on religion hit a little too bit much hard, at the end. and we're not trying to hit hard or anything like that. We're just trying to be be. Oh, we're hard-hitting journalists, homeboy. We're just trying to be honest. We're, we're, it's not, it's, it's us three guys talking to each other. It's our opinions, we sprinkle in a couple of facts that support, while trying to tell you why we think this way. And we try to At the end of the day, funny. it's our opinions, we're trying to make you laugh, hopefully think... Yeah. yeah, so don't, I mean, we still are good people no matter what, whether you believe or not, you know, still, we hope you love us, we love you, and uh, we hope you have a great night. Thank you for listening Thanks to again. the and, uh, can we? Can, where can we people find you guys at? I think if I'm at the Tabernacle on every other Wednesday. That's not where they could find you at, Adney. <laughs> uh, I mean, all I have is like a Facebook, I haven't really fucked around with Twitter, I got Instagram and all that, but I don't honestly don't feel like... Uh, do any plugs at the moment? So like, uh, you could. You guys can find awesome. me on Instagram at the last bibliophile, as well as Facebook uh, under Stevie August Borghese. All right, and uh, you could. You come on. <laughs> you just gonna skip over me? Adney Barreno. It's easy to spell. Add any bar Reno. Type that in Twitter, it's Instagram, pr- and Facebook. Super it's easy. Pretty sweet. I actually <laughs> really love typing in Adney's name whenever I need to search for Add um, any bar it's, Reno. It's really awesome. Except take out one D of the ad. And this is the alcohol cast. <laughs> and we're going to see all of our Alkies later.
Have a good night.